La push, baby. It's la push. Me? A, a princess? Shut up! I'll have what she's having. There's no crying in baseball! And I'm Shannon, and we're two chicks who like to watch flicks. Yes, we are, and we are in a new location. We are performing from New York. New York City, baby. Live from New York, it's Bailey and Shannon. We wish we were on Saturday Night Live. Uh, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Um, that'd be pretty cool. We are doing a, not live, but a recording on set of the movie that we're doing this week. Um, which is Elf. Elf the movie. Which takes place in New York City, mostly in the North Pole. Pretty cool. But we couldn't get tickets to the North Pole, weirdly. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> we weren't on sale. Uh, I did not see those um, yeah. anywhere when we were trying to look for places Must to have go. already been booked, I guess. Probably. Um, so we thought it would be really fun to come to New York and like... There's, like, a, of course, a lot of movies that have been filmed in New York. Um, we mm-hmm. wanted to see some When Harry Met Sally scenes because that's, like, both of our, like, top five movies. Yeah, it's in our top five for sure. Um, we did see... Um, Cat's Deli. Yeah. And we're going to Central Park tomorrow, and there's, like, a like a patio thing they sat at, I guess, in Central Park. And we might go to the Met where they walked around, so... We might go to a museum. We're not sure yeah. yet. Yeah. We'll have to talk to our tour guide, a.k.a. my sister. Um, <laughs> At least she won't be working. Speaking of, big shout out to my sister yeah, um, for letting for sure. us stay with her for free. Yeah. And I guess, like, kicking her boyfriend out. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> He's staying with a friend. And buying um, an air mattress. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so we had our first full day so far. Yeah. I guess um, we'll talk about what we've seen and done so far. Yeah, you guys because in. we really don't have, like, any updates for you guys because... We worked and then came here. Yeah. Um, I... Well, sorry, I don't know what I was about to say. We went... We came yesterday, which was Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Why I'm so out of it. Are you good? Um, Sam drove us to the airport. Thanks, Sam. Um, which was really nice of him because we could have taken Marta, but we didn't want to. Yeah, not with all of our luggage, but we're probably going to Well, we just didn't trust it to get us there on time, because if you guys have never ridden Marta, it's not the most reliable public transport in a major city. Um, Atlanta's probably got some of the worst public transportation of any major city in the U.S. Yeah. So. For sure. It can be a little slow and not reliable at all. So we were kind of like. I'm sorry if you just heard a weird noise. My. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> did you hear? My Squeaking. cord was going against the air mattress. My, the air mattress or my book? I don't even know. It was weird. Anyway, sorry. Um, our flight was delayed like an hour, <laughs> yeah. which was a little bit. I've upsetting. never had a flight delayed actually. I think I have. I don't remember. That was the first one. Um, but it was actually fine. The plane ride's only like two hours. So I it's slept really on easy. the plane. It was really nice. Um, I thought my sister was going to pick us up at the airport, but then she said, can you guys actually just take an Uber? And I was like, sure. And our Uber driver was a little strange. <laughs> His, he just didn't talk to us, which I appreciate. Which is, no, that, no, that's not the strange part. I appreciate when people he don't talk to He was using me. Waze for directions, I think. Mm. And every time I gave a direction, it also gave him, like, a motivational yeah, it was pep like, talk. Yeah. 
It would be like... Take a deep breath. <laughs> yeah, now's like, a good time to take a deep yeah, breath. While we were stuck in traffic, it'd be like, now's a great time to slow down and take a deep breath. And then at one point it was like, don't think about any distractions. Like, what's for dinner tonight? Just focus on your foot on the gas pedal. <laughs> and I was like, does he know how to drive? Like, yeah. is, is it giving him driving instructions? Oh my goodness. He also kept looking for something in the passenger seat when we were stopped. Yeah. And I was kind of stressed. <laughs> I will say... The JFK airport, the signs mm-hmm. on where to go are not very clear. Really? I mean, you can figure it yeah. out, but, like, I don't know. I think I'm just used to most airports I go point blank say, like, this is where you go. Like, yeah, we're spoiled with the Atlanta airport. <laughs> it's a nice airport. Yeah. Um, and the train. Oh, my God. And the walk. Yes. To get our bags. I guess, unless we're dumb, there's no, like, train to get you from one place to the other in the J- in Like, JFK. Atlanta is just, like, has literally the train. The MARTA goes through it. Yeah. And you can and you can get on it, and it takes you from one terminal to the next. Yeah. Because it's a really big airport. But, and I mean, this one was, like... It was also big. Like half, not half a mile, but, like... He said it's going to be a 25-minute walk to your... I heard a guy who was wheeling a lady in a wheelchair... Say, okay, well, now it's going to be a 25-minute walk to the baggage claim. That's a long <laughs> walk. <laughs> yeah. When you've just gotten off a plane and you just want to get to your luggage. I mean, it's, like, a fine walk, but, like, you're you're just kind of, like, why is it taking you so long to get But, there? yeah, there was, like, no signage, so we would, like, try to figure out where the rideshare pickup was. And it's definitely, like, not... It's like Atlanta where it's split between Delta and other right. airlines. So Delta was, like, its own thing. So we were yeah. going with all the other Delta. It was weird. Yeah. Um... But anyway, we um, we didn't really do a whole lot yesterday. We just kind of walked around. Um, we got like we went to see we went to the Rockefeller. We saw the Rockefeller Christmas tree because Elf. They that's a it big was so um, pretty. You know, Christmas. We saw Times Square, which was so, so crowded. crowded. We really just did that to get to the Rockefeller tree. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was nice to see in Times Square at night. I think it's, like, obviously it something was, you need yeah. to see. I mean, I haven't personally been yeah. to New York, it was so just, it was my first And I think time. it's a busy time of year for tourism because of the Rockefeller tree. Like, people want to see New York at Christmas time. Because it's Christmas. Um, and we, would, we got some good food at different places. We saw Cat's Deli, mm-hmm. which was really exciting because, again, we love one here. That's Molly. Um, we didn't go, the line was, like, super long to get in. Oh. I'm sorry. Bailey just coughed really loudly in my ear. (laughs) Anyway. Um, the line was really long to get in. So we didn't actually get to go see the table that said, yeah, like, the plaque, all how she's having. But that's okay. We ate at a deli literally across the street, so. I mean, I don't personally need to eat there. It just was cool to see it. That I want to order exactly what she ordered with everything, like, particular. You know what I'm talking about? But I don't know how she ordered it. It's not like we saw, you know? No, it shows her ordering, because remember, she orders everything really particularly. It shows her ordering at the cat's deli? I thought we just saw them eating. No, because remember how she orders food? She gets everything, like, on the side, on the side. Yeah. So every time they go out to eat, it shows her ordering. Because Harry, like, looks at her funny every Mm. time. I'll have what she's having. We went to this cool bar that your sister took us to. My drink was gross, though. Yeah. My drink was good. My my drink straight up tasted like wood. (laughs) It did not. It just had a very tart it taste. It tasted like after. a ra- like a liquid raisin or something. It was weird, but I got a good frosé afterwards. Yeah, I got a good margarita. And then that we got good. Thai food. Uh, the Thai food was really good. It was really good, and I love Thai food. So. And then today, Bailey and I like kind of worked the subway system by ourselves. We didn't even really get lost, which I'm really proud. Yeah, I mean, um, honestly, if you're ever coming to New York, just type it in Google. 
It'll literally tell yeah. you everything to do. We probably sound like such noobs right now. Like, yeah. Oh, we figured out the subways. I think but we're just happy that we didn't get lost. Yeah. Even when we got... Because I, for a second, I thought we might have potentially yeah. got lost. And afterwards, when we saw my sister again, she was like, oh, she was like, actually, when I left you guys to go to work, I was a little worried you were going to have to, like, Uber back because you would get lost. Nah. And And we went out she gave us like suggestions and we went out of plan and she was impressed yeah we went to dumbo which is like a very scenic bridge area yeah we'll post very popular um so there was like a little i guess like i don't know what was it like a not a festival what am i trying to think of it was like a a market market, a christmas a holiday market but we didn't go there (laughs) bailey was having some stomach problems typical typical Um, that's what happens when you have ibs not diagnosed (laughs) or crohn's disease like pete davidson it could have crohn's disease we have not seen any celebrities we still are looking for john mulaney Um, if you're out there come find us please and, does and Anne Hathaway live in New York? I'm sure she has an apartment here. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, we just literally finished the movie Elf. Um, we were supposed to watch it last night, but I was falling asleep. And we were all tired. Yeah. Um, and we obviously chose that movie because it's in New York. Mm-hmm. So, and Chan doesn't like Home Alone. I really do. Also, the first Home Alone's not in New York. It's just the second one. But the second one's just as good as the first one. They use the same um, characters. Yeah, I just like, don't really... I just think the movie's kind of overrated. But that's a conversation for a different time. Ooh, it just got <laughs> awkward in here. <laughs> my family no. just didn't watch Home Alone a lot. And I think it's because my parents got annoyed that he screams all the time. Like, it's an annoying noise. Mm-hmm. So I didn't grow up watching it. So now, every time I watch it, I'm like, this movie's not that good. I like, um, I like it. I mean, yeah. I, like I don't it. know if it's my favorite Christmas movie. I like Elf better. I really like, yeah. I like Elf. Um, I will say, now that I've gotten a little older, Buddy is kind of annoying. I think that's the point, though. I know, but, like, I feel like when I was younger, I thought it was a funny annoying. And now when I watch it, I'm like, Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I don't... Ugh. Not I. It's not like I don't like the movie. I like the movie. It's just as I was watching it, I was like, "Dang, I would probably get super annoyed with this man." <laughs> yeah, but I think yeah, yeah. I think that's the point. But the I mean, movie. we'll Is talk about it more movie? about like why. Yeah, I think like him being raised in the North Pole was like, you know, what an issue. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't know. Where we'll talk about going my, with that. I'll just say I think I wrote a note about it, so I'll just talk about it. Okay. I mean, it's I. I don't know why I'm acting like. Uh, secretive. It's not anyway. secretive. It just... I don't know why they didn't prepare him for the real world. No, I, I'll, we'll talk about that, too. Yeah. Like... Um, I was also... I'm gonna say... I'm sure everyone has seen this movie. Yeah. I don't think there's people who haven't seen it. It's, like, be, kind of become a Christmas classic. Yeah. Like, so I'm sure you've seen it, so we're not gonna do a recap, but we will do favorite quotes. Oh, yeah. Um... If I can find the... I'm so sorry. I don't know why I'm wanting oh, If I can find the one that I wrote down. Um, I'll do mine. My favorite quote... I don't know why. I've always liked this quote, and I quote it all the time when I'm excited about something, is when he runs into his dad's office the very towards the very end, where he just goes, I'm in love, I'm in love, and I don't care who knows it. I don't know why. It's like not that notable of a quote, but I just like to say it when I'm excited. So I chose that quote. Oh, okay. I, re- I remember, I don't know why I like this one, but it's kind of weird. It's not really weird, but 
when he's in the doctor's office and he's talking to the little girl and he was like, oh, I'm a human raised by elves. And she goes, oh, I'm a human raised by humans. Yeah, that is funny. I just thought it was cute. <laughs> um, so, like, the beginning of the movie, I noticed, so they're like, there's three jobs an elf can have. Um, you want me to talk about when the movie was made? Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> You're jumping ahead, <laughs> Shannon. Calm down. Oh, my gosh. Um, so this movie came out in 2003, and it had Will Ferrell in it, um, who I think this was actually his, like, debut movie, which is kind of weird. If he had just gotten off of SNL. Yeah. Um, Zoe Deschanel, which I don't think she actually had been in that much either. Yeah. Her sister was on Bones. Actually, I don't know if Bones had already aired at that point. I don't either. It, it may have. Um, Mary Sheenberg. I think I, I don't know if I just messed that up, but she plays Emily, who's the mom, her stepmom of um, Buddy, and then James Can. I don't know what else he's been in. He looks familiar, but who is he? I think he's the dad. If I'm not um, mistaken. And then the mom was also Will Ferrell's mom in the movie Step Brothers. Yeah. Which came out in 2008. She's in something else, too, but I don't know what it is. I feel like she's, like, in a lot. She's, like, I, a mom in a I lot don't, of Yeah, things. I can't. It's like I know her, yeah. but I don't know what she's been in. Forever cast as a mother. Yeah. Um, the director was John Favreau. I think I said his name right. He is pretty popular these days as a director. Really? Um, yeah. He is actually in the Marvel Universe. He plays Happy. Which was Tony Stark's bodyguard or driver or something like that. Um, But he actually directed both Iron Mans. Um, He directed Zathara. (laughs) Oh, with Kristen Stewart. Yeah. And then the new Lion King that came out, he directed that too. But if you guys know who who Happy is in the Marvel Universe, like in Spider-Man, he's like a pretty good character. Like he's... He's just so funny. Interesting. Um, yeah, so. Um, if you look up this man, you'll, like, once you see him, you're like, oh, yeah, he's been in movies. Okay. He was the doctor in the movie. Oh, and the director? Yeah. Oh. That's who, that's who that is. Oh, uh, yeah, he looked familiar. Like, I yeah. have seen him other places. I did see that him and Will Ferrell didn't get along. Really? Yeah. Huh. Which is interesting. I wonder why. I feel like they've been in multiple movies together, but I could have just made that up, so... Yeah. I I read that's part of the reason why, technically, there could have been a second elf. I did hear about there could have been a second elf, but, and, I, and I remember hearing some sort of reason why it didn't happen. Like, it had well, something the reason, to do with so Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell said he wouldn't do a second one, and, like, when he's done it in interviews, it's because he doesn't, he's like, I mean, that would be weird if you're a middle-aged man. Yes, I do, that's right. character like this. I do Like, I would be that. a little embarrassed, but I read also that it's partly because... They didn't get along. They didn't get I do along. remember that. I think they were going to make another one, like, maybe ten years later, and then he denied it because he was like, I'm too old to be in, like, an elf suit, like... Also, like, what would this... It is. I, I mean, like, even now, me and Jaden were talking. He looks, he looks older than old. he is. I'm sorry, the Will Ferrell. And I think that might be why, as an adult, I'm watching it, and I'm like, dang, Will Ferrell looks old, like, to be He was only 34 like a child. Child. He was, like, 34 I he was 36. I think he was 34. And he oh. was... Oh, maybe he was 36. Yeah. Either way, he, he was... He looked it up. He know. was in his mid-30s. <laughs> but he looks like... 
He looks old. He looks like he's in his mid-40s, which is not, like, old, but it, it's 10 years older than he was. Like, I mean, it's older than you would expect him to be in a kid right. movie. As a, as he's acting And Zoe like Chanel was, like... She looks young. How old is Zoe Chanel? I was thinking the same thing. Wait a thing. second. I didn't look up her age. I... That's actually... They probably had a pretty big age gap. Um, I, can, I remember Will Ferrell was born in 1967, and she was born in 1980, which means she was 13 years younger. Which, like, is not... I guess they're both adults, and it's, like, fine. She was but only in her 20s. She would have only been 23 or 24. That's a little weird. They should have cast her older sister instead, Emily Deschanel. I don't think she's actually been in any movies, though, has she? I don't Just think so. Show? Just Bones. Yeah. I this is I love Bones. I don't know if you know that. I've seen every episode. I don't think you mentioned it, but I know that. I love Bones. It's a good show. I didn't know they were sisters until you pointed it out to me. I might rewatch it. Yeah, Emily's the older one. That's all I know. They and if you, it's funny because like, I just think like seeing them separate, you wouldn't even think about it. But when they when, when they're you, together, when you find out and they're together, you're like, oh, they do kind of look yeah. like. Yeah, you can tell they're sisters. Yeah. They have they both have like really blue eyes. Yeah. Um So anyways, the movie starts out with and, Papa Elf. And he's like narrating. And he yeah. says that elves can get three jobs. And he says like making shoes when the cobbler falls asleep, uh, making baking cookies in a tree, and the most coveted one is making toys for Santa. And so I thought that was funny because the making cookies in a tree is like a nod to Keebler. Like, the cookies, the cookie brand, because their logo is, like, a tree with, like, elves in it baking cookies. But I was like, so is the shoe thing a reference? I don't know. Is that supposed to be, like, a leprechaun or something? I don't know. I I don't... I must have I don't fallen know. asleep at the beginning of this. Oh my gosh! <laughs> no, you were. I think part. you were writing something. It was a very I, small part. I will say, I put, why is everything bluish gray in the house? Like, why is that there? What house? Their elf, the elf's house. Oh. Everything was like a bluish color. Like the wood was like bluish gray. I think it's because it's cold. I guess. It's like a cool just, color. I don't know. I also... I did see the... Sorry. I did see like... When I was looking at facts about this movie. You know, kind of... You've seen like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer yes, and Santa Claus Comes to Town. Yes, of course. Um, they were able to use like... I guess bits of stuff like that. Like, that's why the snowman looks so... Like, frosty, like, kind of. Yeah. Well, not even that, but the snowman that yeah. narrates the... Yeah. You know, and then the... When he yeah. walks outside, it's almost like a cartoon yeah. kind of feel. Um, I guess Rudolph the Reindeer wasn't ever copyrighted. And it's so old. So it they was, can use it. It was also probably public domain, even if it was copyrighted. Which... That used to be some of my favorite things to watch at Christmas. Same. And, it, yeah. And they it, only have four fingers. And I really liked... It. Yeah, I think I knew that. I, I like that they did that. It was like a nod to like the Christmas classics. Yeah. Like I, I remember though being like, why is it a cartoon? But no, after I read that, I said, oh, that yeah. kind of like makes sense. Um, I was going to say they had really long opening credits and I didn't really like that. Oh, I hate I don't when like movies, movies have do opening that. Cresit, cresits? <laughs> credits. Oh, you know what I did say? Do you remember the movie... The Lemony Snicket movie, like a series of unfortunate events. Um, yeah, I don't think I ever actually one. saw it. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I don't okay, think I saw it. I so, oh man, I don't know if I'll know this then. I swear in the beginning of that movie, it has like a, it shows like a cartoon of an elf and it's like, you know, this is a happy movie and then it stops and says, but this isn't a happy movie. This is a dark movie yeah, or something like that. About. Well, I was just getting 
like that kind of vibe from it. I don't. Does anyone else know what I'm talking about? Like, I mean, I swear. I just haven't seen the movie, so I don't know. I just swear that they showed like a little elf, like happy little elf, and then it like paused and was like, "But this is not a happy movie." I think it's on Netflix, so I can probably watch it. The movie or the show? Uh, I think. Well, I think at one point the movie was. I don't know if it still is. Yeah, I'm not talking about the show. I know. <laughs> you said that like four times. <laughs> I think I said it once. Actually, that was a little sassy of me. I'm sorry. Why are you being mean to me? Um, anyway, dude. But so. It's, also, it's like the nun is laying down Buddy the Elf, which is a baby, in an orphanage. And then Santa comes in, and he's like sneaking around. And I guess he explains it later in the movie. But I was like, if you need Christmas cheer so badly to like function, why are you being so secretive? Let some little kids see you so they have a belief. And so your Christmas cheer doesn't run out. Speaking of the orphanage, she lays the baby down with a bottle, which makes me super oh, yeah. angry. Gets it gives mouth. bottle mouth yeah and if you guys don't know what that is it's essentially where the baby's teeth will rot and like because of all the sugar yeah don't and it's really sad like when i worked at a daycare kids had that and it, it's just it's so sad please don't leave your baby with a bottle in the crib like it makes me sad and depressed yeah <laughs> um and also how did he open the crib climb out of the crib and get into the bag he's a talented baby but the thing is, is that, like, um, it doesn't it, walk. I think it showed the crib, like, bars, like, falling. You know how you can lower them? You can lower crib bars? I yeah, think but it like was fell. up when the nun I know, but I think, I think he shook it and then it fell. Oh, okay. Um, and then I guess he just crawled into the bag from there. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Santa was sneaking around, but, like, they're literal babies. So, like, they don't know what they're looking at. The nuns might have heard... The nuns seem to disappear. Like, there was no nuns watching the baby sleep. It's a little sketchy. Maybe they have a camera in there. I don't know. I don't think so, because it would have been, like, the 70s. Yeah. I put, once the baby comes back, do they even have a Mrs. Claus? Which he does say say Mrs. Mrs. Claus made this for me, but they never show her. Maybe she's an introvert. That makes me sad. Or what if she died, and that's why he cherishes his outfit so much? We want to talk about how she died. Well, yeah, but it could have been like a hundred years ago. Mm. Um. Anyway, they get back and it shows the elves taking like shots of milk, and I was like, I wonder if they get drunk off of milk, because they were acting pretty drunk. They were celebrating that Christmas was a success, and then all of a sudden, the bag moves, and what mm. comes out of the bag? A baby with diaper. Buddy diapers on. A human baby wearing a cloth diaper. And they see buddy it and brand. they call him Buddy. Good thing he wasn't wearing Pampers. They would have called him Pampers. Pampers. They would have called him Pamper. Or Huggies. Yeah. They would have called him Hug or something. Yeah. Um. So pretty much just shows Buddy like growing up. Um. Which it's funny the kid you know the kid that sat on Papa Elf's owl lap. Mm-hmm. I can't speak. That was the director's kid. Ooh. Not like the baby, but like the second kid that sat on his lap. You know what I'm talking about? As he like aged. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it shows him like kind of, I guess, like just growing up. I just, my next note's about the sleigh. Okay. Do you have something to um, Yes. Um, okay. So it shows him like growing up and he's like way bigger than everything else. Yeah, he's know. like crazy bigger. And, I'm, and like, it shows I don't know their size level, but. And it shows him like in school. 
And I'm like, why couldn't they build him another desk? They literally built things. Why couldn't they build him anything bigger? Like his and bed, the shower, And like a he's house. using a small shower and a small toilet. I'm like, Santa lives there too. And Santa is like... Normal size. Yeah. So like, why... Why did they... I don't know. It was weird. I was like, why did they like... That part of the make story is like a little... I mean, I guess up. it's just to be funny, but... And my other beef is... <laughs> so Santa's like... Your beef with what, Santa? No, with Christmas movies in general. Okay. Is that, and I say this every time I watch a Christmas movie, none of the adults ever believe in Santa Claus. And I think this might be the sleigh scene. Um, okay, and they're talking about Christmas cheer. The sleigh thing, they really change up how the theory of Santa goes. Uh-huh. Because everyone knows. The reindeer fly. The reindeer fly. The Rudolph the red nose reindeer. I mean, that's literally, it's the song, everything. Like, so why did they change it up? So their theory is that the sleigh flies itself on Christmas cheer. So what's the point of having reindeer? Yeah, I don't... It makes no sense. I guess, do the reindeer need the Christmas cheer too? No, because why the reindeer are meant to fly. They're reindeer. Right, they're pulling the sleigh. They fly. <laughs> so why do we need Christmas cheer to fly? Yeah, the that sleigh? has always kind of confused. And me. then they had to make an engine to help fly the sleigh. So I, I don't know. It just doesn't. And and I don't really part, like that they changed that. Papa up. Elf is talking about how like the, the Christmas cheer is low. No one believes in Christmas and Santa anymore. Yeah. And again, I was like, first of all, kids definitely still believe in Santa. So I feel like that'd be enough cheer. Yeah, also, yeah, parents but never have believed in Santa. Second of all, parents in every Christmas movie ever, they never believe in Santa. And I'm like, who the F do you think are leaving presents under your tree for your kids? You know you didn't buy them. And you would probably be like, oh, like if you're like married, be like, oh, honey, did you buy that for the kids? And they'd be like, no, I thought you did. My theory growing up for kids who didn't believe in Santa Claus was that the kids who did believe in Santa Claus got presents got presents from Santa, and the kids who didn't, their parents actually bought their presents and said they were from Santa. But I'm saying, like, the kids believe in Santa Claus. So I think in my head, I was like, oh, well, if the kids believe, then the parents believe, so they... Yeah, but, but like, the whole... But but it's the kids don't believe, the parents don't believe. But what I'm saying is in Christmas movies, it's always the kids believe and the parents don't believe. And that's, like, clear in Christmas movies. Like, this one, no one... Like, the adults aren't believing, so there's no Christmas tree. The slave can't fly. In the movie, The Santa Claus, the parents don't believe, but, like, Charlie believes, and he gets presents from Santa. None of the parents ever question where these extra gifts are coming from. It makes no sense. Unless Santa just wipes their memory... And makes them think they bought it. Maybe that's what he does so he knows who his true believers are. It's just, like, really weird. Like, I I just have always wondered that. And I think other people have said that as well. It just, like, really... It irks me. It's a plot hole in every single Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, But anyway, I digress. I... Then it shows Buddy building toys. And he's, like, really slow because he's not an actual elf. Yeah, and Ralphie... Yeah, I wrote from the Christmas story, Ralphie. He's like the head, the quota elf. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I'm like, even though he's not an elf, I don't think he'd be that slow. Like, he's been doing this his whole life. Yeah. Like, it's kind of sad. I mean, you can be a carpenter or builder without, like, (laughs) being an elf. (laughs) Being an elf. So, Um, also, calls himself a cotton like mini nugget. They know that they got him from the orphanage. Like, it is a little weird that they didn't return him. To the orphanage like santa couldn't fly back. i guess santa since he was from an orphanage they adopted him Remember, yeah that's what he says i'm adopted 
So he knew that he was. Well, yeah. Well, men, right? No, remember that's the whole. You must have slept through this. Bailey fell asleep a uh. lot. <laughs> um, it's like breaking news to him, because I'm he. Sorry, I'm moving around. He basically gets demoted to being um like a toy tester and while he's doing that he overhears someone talking about if he hasn't figured out he's human by now i don't think he ever will (laughs) that's like a big part of the movie bailey how many times have you seen this movie (laughs) a lot but i guess i just block that out and i was like it is kind of weird that he never figured out that something was wrong with him like he's really tall um, I, his brain is like, he's not smart. <laughs> he's not smart. I, I know. And I, I don't understand because it's like the Ralphie elf guy, he seemed fine. Like he seemed to be like knowledgeable. It's like, they didn't really teach him very well. No, I know. I don't know what they taught him. Maybe they were like, just like. Santa is human. Well, I think Santa's also magical because he's like hundreds. Of okay, years. he's magical, but he knows right. Like he should have everything been, going. They should have told him from the beginning he was a human, and they should have they should have made him Santa's like Christmas Eve helper. I mean, Papa Elf could have still been his Papa Elf, or they should have returned him to the orphanage. Like, I don't. I don't think they have to return him to the orphanage. Like, I mean, he's you know he's gonna be he's adopted no matter what. But mm-hmm. I just think. Yeah. As far as teaching him things, I I don't necessarily think they did a good job. No, I agree. Because it seems like all the older elves like they know, know things. But again, maybe because they're hundreds of years old and so it's like they've learned over time and so they're used to teaching that slow. And Buddy meanwhile ages faster. You know what I mean? But basically, the point is, he finds out he's human, he has an existential crisis, and then Santa's like, by the way, this is your dad, Walter Hobbs. I'm like, how did you know who his dad was? He came from an orphanage. Santa knows everything. I guess you're right. I guess he saw, I guess he saw Walter and Susan Wells being naughty. And <laughs> Ew. That, I mean, how else would he know? Why would he say that way? How else would he know? Why would they have to be naughty? It was an innuendo to them doing it. I know, but, like, why is that not In high school. It's, I thought they were in college. He looked at them, and he had a yearbook. You get yearbooks in college? We did not get yearbooks in college. You can get yearbooks in college, I think. With what pictures? I don't know, but they didn't have, like... It wasn't showing his school picture. It was just showing pictures. But when when he flipped through it, it had school pictures. When Walter flips through it, it literally shows school pictures. Oh, I mean, maybe maybe some colleges do yearbooks. I don't know. I thought they did, but maybe not. I don't know. I mean, we went to college and did not do school pictures for a yearbook. I don't know if they do yearbooks. I might have just made that up in my head. I don't know. Consult with us if you went to college in the 70s, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. That would be my dad. So tell us, Dad. You don't listen to this podcast, but. I don't think anyone who went to college in the 70s really listens to this podcast, probably. So... I don't know why I just think they do, but maybe that's I mean, just maybe wishful thinking. They might. Maybe I just wish they did. Either way, they had a baby cute. in either high school or college. They had it when they were young. And I guess Santa was watching, is all I'm trying to say. Okay. Because he knew who just Betty's saying. father was. And mother. And he knew that Susan died. 
Wait. Sorry, I mean. <laughs> Buddy, like, leaves the North Pole because he wants to find Walter. And I don't know why. So there's all those, like, kind of claymation-style creatures, like the Rudolph things that are like, Bye, buddy. We, we're going to miss you. Bye, buddy. Hope, hope you, you find, find your dad. dad. I feel like people quoted that all the time in, like, elementary Bye, and middle buddy. school. Hope you find and your dad. I just think that narwhal is, like, really cute. Don't you? Uh-huh. You know? I like narwhals. No, narwhal. Yeah, he is. That's the whale thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. Sorry, I just was looking at my next note and it says decal kittens. What? Decal kittens? Isn't that inhumane? It's because the receptionist at his... You're way ahead. Well, I, this is when I started kind to fall asleep fall the first asleep. time. We'll get there because I wrote it down too. Okay, well... Um, he gets to... I also put don't eat So yellow. before... No, here's funny. the thing. Before... <laughs> before Buddy left for New York. Yeah. Santa was giving him advice and was like, if you see gum on the street, it's not candy. Don't touch it. If the world's best cup of coffee, they all say that it's not true. He gives him advice and Buddy promptly ignores every single piece of advice. Okay, but the advice that he gives is Wasn't awful. that helpful. Like, why didn't you tell him good advice? You know, it's like, why didn't you give him normal clothes? Santa's not that good of a person. No. Movie, no. Like, it's so annoying. What if they did a combo movie and Tim <sighs> Allen's... What if Tim Allen Santa Claus was Buddy the Elf's trainer? Tim Allen was way better as Santa Claus. I know. Claus. He's, and honestly, in my head, he's the true Santa. Yeah, same. Also, um... I was going to say a disclaimer, but I cannot even remember what I was going to say. It had something... Oh, our last episode. If you heard the microphone moving a lot, it's because when we were drinking coffee, every time we put it on the... Yeah. On the table, it, like, made the noise. That's our bad. Yeah. I also discovered that I don't like my laugh. Why? Your laugh is good. I don't know. I feel like it sounds like a hyena, and it oh makes me uncomfortable okay. when I hear it. I have a witch cackle laugh when I'm, like, really, really laughing. Um, and it's a little bit embarrassing. And you know who doesn't lie to me and say, no, you have such a cute laugh, Sam. He does not lie. You know how, like, I feel like boyfriends will be like, oh, I love your laugh even though you hate it. I mean, Sam, like, likes when I laugh, but he's like, is that a witch over there? (laughs) I make him sound like such a jerk. He's really not. But I just think it's funny. So maybe we both just get new laughs. I don't really know how, but I don't like it. I I don't know why. I think your laugh sounds. I think you have a good laugh. Well, thanks, but I don't like it. Anyways, don't laugh anymore. Literally, don't laugh. I can't not laugh. That's the end of that tangent. Have no joy in your life. I don't like my laugh, and too bad I'm so funny that I make you laugh all the time. That didn't make me laugh. (laughs) Bailey's smiling. You can't tell, but she's smiling. Lies. Anyway. <laughs> you sit on a throne of lies. Another quote from the movie. Dun, dun, dun. This movie is really quotable, I will say. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so he gets to New York and promptly ignores all of Santa's advice. He chews gum off of the street. Mm-hmm. And he runs into the coffee shop and is like, congrats on the world's best cup of coffee. And, of course, all the coffee shops say that. You know what I mean? And they all just like, stare at him like he's crazy. 
Um, Again. And then, and then he gets... This is when I said I kind of find Buddy annoying. Honestly, <laughs> I feel like Santa should have been like... No, he just did not prepare No, no, no. Here's what Santa should have done. It Santa should have been like, look, let's get through the Christmas season. After Christmas, when it's less busy, I will take you to New York myself mm-hmm. and pretend to be like a normal human. And I will show you around, and then we will figure it out from there. Mm-hmm. You know, he shouldn't have just sent an innocent person who's never left the North Pole, who's clearly has very the naive. mentality of a child. Like, that was a really dumb move. And I can't, here's my thing, I can't tell if his mentality is that way because they didn't teach him. I think it's that. You know what I mean? I mean yeah, I don't think he's, like, stuck as a child. I think he just literally lived, like, I mean, all he eats is sugar, and, like, that's not good brain food. <laughs> I guess for an elf it is, but for a human it's not. Eating like carbs. And Where are we saying that Mrs. Claus came from? What are you talking about? Because if Mrs. Claus is human, <laughs> what are you talking about? Listen, you're not letting me finish. Okay. If Mrs. Claus is human, then she should know how to teach someone. <gasps> they should have sent Mrs. Claus with him, so it wouldn't have interrupted Santa's work. Like. I don't... Because Mrs. Claus is not magical, right? She's just... But she's probably been given some sort of magic so she can live a long time like Santa. That'd be sad if she only lived to be like 80. And then if we're like, going based on how I said that this is based on Red... <laughs> Red. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer or Santa Claus Comes to Town, they're human and they just happen to give toys out to children. And the t- the Mrs. Claus is a teacher, uh, but and she becomes Mrs. Claus. But I still think Santa is like five hundred years old. So I think that's Mrs. fine. Claus but is Mrs. Too. That's fine. But, but Mrs. Claus magic. started out as a teacher. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. That's the, true. The, the show, but maybe know? she doesn't get out much either, so she wouldn't know anything about New York. What do you? Okay, it didn't have to be New York, but she's. I just but think Santa what... Claus has to keep up with the times if he knows like how to give presents to kids. And, and Santa does act like he goes to New York a lot. Yeah. So maybe, uh, I don't know. I just think I someone... I'm mad that they didn't mentally prepare Buddy correctly. No. They, yeah. And it, they, it's like they set him up for failure. Maybe they didn't like, like him. Like, like the plaids. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Bailey just have like the plaids, like from Welcome to Plathville. You guys need to watch it. That's all I have to say. I'm not saying that parents set them up for failure. But the, the kids, kids say they them. set them up for failure. Micah and so Mariah just literally said, we don't like that you guys didn't teach us about the real world. Because we have no idea what we're doing. Drop the mic. Drop the mic. Nuts. The tea. Hot dang. I don't have any tea to sip. I'll um, taste my water. Anyway... So then he goes, uh, Buddy goes to the Empire State Building, and he gets on the elevator, and he hits all the buttons on the elevator, mm-hmm. so it's going to stop it, on Is it really, um, like, the elevator buttons, are they really, like, the Empire State Building outline? I guess. I'm, I'm sure they filmed it in the real Empire State Building. I guess we could figure it out if we went. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I don't really feel like going. If you saw our Instagram story, Shannon said that. Sleepless in Seattle was not filmed in New York. I forgot that they went to the Empire State Building. And but it was. most of it is literally in Seattle. It's in Seattle and Boston. Doesn't she live in Boston? I don't remember where she lives. I just remember Seattle because the title of the movie is or Baltimore. literally 
sleepless in Seattle. Well, they end up Se- meeting at all. They end up meeting at the end. On the top. Are we of the talking about the movie or are we talking about Elf? Bailey. <laughs> Shannon just doesn't like to be wrong, so no one likes to be wrong. I I know that I'm wrong, <laughs> but I'm saying I just remember Seattle. Anyway. If I was that other man on the elevator with him, I would have immediately gotten off. I would have gotten off on the first floor and just waited for the next elevator. You know how long that would take, though? It's making That's what I'm saying. Every floor. And the man was going to one of the top floors. Oh, I guess there are two elevators. There's probably more than two elevators. There's probably, like, five. It's a big building. I don't know. I've never been. So all I'm saying is, like, he should have gotten off, waited for another elevator, and then gone. Like, he really waited with Buddy. Mm-hmm. Um... Anyway, and so Buddy walks in, and that's when the receptionist, you hear her say, declaw eight kittens. I'm, I think it's inhumane if you are letting them outside, because then they can't defend themselves. But I think for indoor cats, it's, like, a, like not terrible. Some places won't do it anymore. Yeah, maybe it is more inhumane than I know. I don't really know anything about cats. No, yeah, like, so. some, some places don't do it anymore, because it's inhumane. There are a few places, I think, that do them, but it's... You're but breaking was, off their claw, like their nails. Yeah, but it was 2003, so who knows what was going on. Also, she, like, is this receptionist qualified to declaw cats? I don't think she was. I think she was just talking about it, right? Like, no, she was like, no, she said, you want me to declaw eight kittens? She was like, oh, I've never done eight before, but yeah, bring them by on blah, blah, blah. Oh, ew. I guess weird. she had a declawing kitten business on the side. That's weird. Um... Bailey's yawning see, again. I can't help it. I don't know what's wrong. I think after I watched that movie, and we had a charcuterie board. And a cookie. Charcut. Stop. <laughs> I, you're going to make our French <laughs> listeners mad. Which we did have a listener in France, according to our I stats. just think it sounds funny. You're isolating our French listeners. I'm sorry. I'm not meaning to. Je regret. Stop. Bonjour. Je you talk French. You should know how to say charcuterie. Je m'appelle baby. Charcuterie. I don't know how to say it correctly. Anyway. Um, and she thinks Je that Buddy... <laughs> she thinks that Buddy is a Christmas gram. Mm-hmm. And I think she thinks it's really funny because Walter is, like, very grumpy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's another thing. Walter's on the naughty list. I don't know if we said that. Mm-hmm. And so she sends him into Walter's office. Of course, Buddy is not a Christmas gram, so he has no idea what's going on. And that's when we find out that Walter is his... Well, we already know that as the audience. That's when Walter finds out yeah. that... But he thinks Buddy's messing with him. Buddy is... He said, that's an interesting new Christmas... Anag- yes. What is it? Anagram? And something. I thought it was about to say Enneagram. That's oh. wrong. And Buddy is just like... Like, I was just like, imagine witnessing this at work. Someone's like, I'm your son, and you didn't know I existed, and Susan Wells had me. And, like, clearly he knows who Susan Wells is. And, <laughs> and I'm here. Yeah. And I'm here. Like, imagine. Here. <laughs> imagine you're at work and you see that happen to your boss. Like, I love you. I love you. I I'd love be like, you. what the heck? Or, like, I'm going to get fired just for messing <laughs> So Walter thinks it's like a prank that someone is messing with him. I mean, anyone would. Yeah, because, and he's like, how did you know, how do you know that name? I mean, because like, Buddy's literally dressed like an elf. Right, it's the Christmas season, and he says his like dead ex girlfriend's name. Mm-hmm. Um, and then security, of course, takes him out of the mall. Mm-hmm. I mean, not the mall, the Empire <laughs> State Building. And then he goes to the mall, gimbals. Mm-hmm. That's when um, Zoe Deschanel comes in 
with her blonde hair yeah basically he walks some lady offers him a perfume sample which i thought was weird that she offered him a perfume sample he's also looking at lingerie that says for someone because he doesn't he's so innocent he doesn't know what that means um didn't teach him puberty naughty naughty he went through puberty yeah he must have confusing feelings is he attracted to well he's obviously attracted to women well yeah well remember you said his sexual awakening was yeah that's true so i guess they didn't talk to him about because they probably don't go through puberty till they're like 200 years old so they didn't think about it i don't know who's to say we're thinking too much into this this is a kid movie yeah, we really are. <laughs> I'm, it is, I just, I don't like how things aren't explained. Why don't you write a letter to Will Ferrell and ask? Sorry that there's sirens going on outside. Will Ferrell doesn't have, hear it. Um, he doesn't care about this movie anymore. Yeah, but what do you think, he, like, okay, fine, ask the director. We'll write a letter to him. Dear John. Dear John, I see you Did you guys not explain puberty to Buddy the Elf? It does not make or sense. elves probably don't go through the same puberty humans do. So maybe they they didn't know either. But they know humans go through puberty. They might not. Like why would they know that? Santa knows they go through. Santa puberty. might, but it's, he's not Santa responsible for Buddy anymore. Told. Yes, he is. He's the one who brought him home. Maybe Santa felt awkward giving him the talk. Something really going on outside. <laughs> Oops. Um, anyways. Okay. Anyways, I think I literally just said that, but I'm saying it again. <laughs> we have to pause and cut and sometimes I need to think before I speak. That's all I have to say. Yeah, you say inappropriate things. It was not inappropriate. I am G rated. That's what she wants you guys to think. G rated for general audience, baby. The next thing I talk about is <laughs> Um, Zoe Deschanel, her name's Jovi, which I found really interesting. I didn't really actually know she had a name. I thought it was um, Jodi, but then it turns out it's Jovi, which I've never heard. But she's taking a shower. You at... skipped a lot. I mean, I'm sorry. You didn't. Sorry. <laughs> so I'm really aggressive. New York's rubbing off on me. Anyway, I was just going to say the manager is like, get to work. Like, he doesn't realize that Buddy's not an employee. He yeah. doesn't know what any of his employees look like. And then he meets Zoe Deschanel from afar. And then we get to the shower scene. Okay, I didn't skip that much. Wait. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. There was a quote that I liked mm-hmm. where he meets Zoe Deschanel, who works there, so she's dressed like an elf as well. And Buddy says, It's so nice to meet another human who shares my affinity for elf culture. And I thought that was really funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice sip of water, Bailey. That shit's fresh. Oh my god. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna take a sip as well. You don't know where that's from? No. If you know, you know. And please okay. tell me if you know. Keep your secrets. I'm not gonna say it because I wanna know who knows. You're being weird. We have like five listeners. <laughs> No, our estimated audience is 20. 21. It went up to 21. Whoa, that happened last night then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> when I woke up like three hours before everyone else, I looked at our listenership. I woke up at 5, but I went back then to you sleep. you went right back to sleep. I woke up at 6.30 and stared at my phone. Well, you could have woke me up. 
well, you woke up and talked to me, but I didn't want to talk and wake <laughs> up my sister. Yeah, I literally said something to Shannon, and then she said, what? And then she just went back, like, laid her head back down, and I said, oh, I guess we're going back to sleep well, then. I didn't <laughs> want to talk and wake up my sister. She was still no. sleeping. I guess we could have came up and talked to her roommates. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They were really nice. Yeah. They were cooking, though. They should have given us some of what they cooked. Hey, guys. Hey. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. So, anyway, she's in the shower, and she's singing The Baby It's Cold Outside, which I'm like, they use that song. What are your thoughts on that song, Shannon? So, I actually have a strong opinion on this. The song is completely fine. It is absolutely 100% completely fine. It's just semantics. That's just like... What are your thoughts before I get into it? I mean, I feel like I didn't really see... Like, I don't know. Because I can see it both ways. But, like, growing up, I never saw it as, like, a song that's, like, about her potentially I, getting yes. roofied and, like... And I don't think anyone's... A- people persuaded. I people just, will act, like, they'll be like, oh, like, the feminists are trying to take away this song. No, they're not. No one really cares that much about this song, you know? But here is the thing. I... I'm going to try try to explain this concisely. It is... The song was written in, like, the 40s or 50s or something, I think. So before, it was, like, really acceptable to, like, spend the night at a man's house. You know, to have sleepovers before marriage. Mm-hmm. And so she is being coy. Like, it's the whole song is a flirtation. Like, she wants to stay. And I think that's pretty clear when you really listen to it. Like, she wants to stay, but she has to do, like, the ladylike thing. And she's like, oh, like, I have to leave. That's why she keeps saying, but baby, it's cold out. Like, she also was saying it's cold outside. Like, yeah. she should go. She's like, oh, like, the neighbors, what will they think? Like, but she's flirting with him. Yeah. Like, she she I think, wants to stay, but she can't say she wants to stay because of society at the time. I think the part that, I don't know, that irks people. Obviously, it's like it's when she says, what's in the, in the string? Which, it's weird that she says it. However, again. And I, then... Yeah. I think also at the end of some of them, they say it take that took a lot of convincing, which it's like, it sounds like they're having to convince her to stay when she doesn't want to. But it's like, I think the way people talked and the way society was, like, they're being coy and flirtatious. Yeah. Like, she is being like, she's acting like, oh, like, I have to do the right thing, but it's so cold outside. Like, maybe I do have to stay. And the, hey, what's in this drink? She's not talking about, like oh, did you roofie me, you know? She's, like, using alcohol as an excuse to be, like, oh, like, it's a strong drink, But then, drink, then that you brings know? in another problem. But it's... You can't it's, make your own decisions but she's when you're saying, under the influence. It's, I, I can it's see a it coy, No, it's, like, I a, know, I it's it a coy ways. excuse. Like, first of all, I don't think anyone actually really cares about the song. People, I don't think so either. People just like to pretend that, like, this is what feminists care about, and it's, yeah. it's not. Literally no one cares. It's a song. There's way worse songs that we could worry about. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, it's just, like, the way they talked in the decade that this was written. It's, she's being flirtatious and acting hard to get. And it's not like, oh, what's in this drink? Like, I'm worried that you put something in it or that you are giving me too much alcohol to convince me. It's more of just, like, I'm going to, for myself, so I don't look, like, unladylike and bad. I'm like, oh, like... It, I don't know how to explain it well. I watched a really good video that talked about it better than I'm talking about it now. But I like the song. Every woke, like, quote, quote, woke version I've heard of the song, like, sucks. Like, it's John Legend's version or whatever. I, I haven't is, heard Is any. weird. Also, John Travolta and um, 
Olivia Newton-John do like a gender bent version of the song. It's like very it's opposite. Yeah, it's very odd. But good for them, I guess. They have that is kind of interesting. Actually, if this was if this was reversed, and it was mm-hmm. her trying to convince him, or her mm-hmm. saying like you know stay here, mm-hmm. and he's the one saying no, would people be as mad? As mad or discussing it as in like, yeah, probably. she's trying to like, you know, probably keep not. Him there. And I just think people who are genuinely mad at the song should actually go learn about like the language that was used at the time the song was written. Like they're trying to be flirtatious. Like no one's being forced to stay. You know, like she's even saying, "Oh, it's cold outside, so like maybe I should stay." You know, it's. I, I will say, I mean, whatever your opinion is, you have a right to your yeah. own opinion. If you don't want to listen to the song because you think it's that, then don't listen to it. I mean, you know, that yeah. could just be the Christmas song that you skip. It's honestly one of my like. I will say favorite I have Christmas been... songs. <laughs> I don't really know what my favorite is, um, but I have been watching I Love Lucy recently, mm-hmm. which, I mean, if you like rewatch it now, it's I feel like a little controversy. Mm-hmm. Just because well, yeah, of like it's... aspects of it, like I mean, he controls their money. Um, there's parts where he talks about like spanking her and not like in a sexual <laughs> way. Oh no! More like, you know. I mean, but there's like, I mean, there is a scene where he literally does kind of spank her, but she's it... like, "Oh, Ricky." Is like... it supposed to be like a flirty thing? I don't know how to describe it. If you guys have seen I Love Lucy, I feel like you'll know. Mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, you know, there are, like, for example, like, she's supposed to be handling the bills, so he gives her an allowance each month to pay the bills, and, like, she is, like, you know, very, like, she doesn't spend her money wisely. Like, she buys things for herself and everything. So he's like, well, I'm not giving you any more money this week. It's stuff like that. So it's like, you know, I mean, it's, but it was the 50s. It came out in like 52 or 50 something, 51, I think, maybe. I don't know. I've never actually really watched it. It's funny. I just think, <laughs> as, mu- as yeah. bad as I, I mean, I am obviously a feminist. I'm pro women all the way. I don't but agree you can with still, men being in control. You can still enjoy things from the past that were written in of, a different era. Yeah. I mean, I don't believe that. Like, you know, men should have control over women in the sense of, like, it's because, you know, it's their right to have control over their wives. I don't believe that. But if you watch I Love Lucy, it is funny. It also... Like, there's... I mean, Lucy Obal is funny. She's a funny No, it, it was also kind of, like, revolutionary at the time, too, because, again, this is, like, the 50s, like, men were definitely the dominant force in Hollywood and, like, TV shows. And, like, this was, like, a big show, and she was the star, and, like, she, like, helped mm-hmm. write it. Like, she was funny. Like, she, she was, was the comedian. The star. Yeah. And it kind of showed that, like, I mean, oh. the show was called I Love Lucy. Right. Like, it kind of broke through, like, a lot of yeah. barriers, I think, which is really cool to, like, lead us to a lot of, like, cool, like, female-led shows. Yeah, You for know? Sure. So even though maybe to today's standards, it's, like, a little, you're, like, oh, like, well, but, but back then it was kind of revolutionary. Yeah. You know? Um, I mean, in like all of it, the way it's portrayed, yeah, everything that's portrayed in it, it's, it's in a funny way. It's not like, right. I mean, he's not like beating her or anything. Just like the bare minimum. Yeah. Like he's not, I mean, it's not like that. It's like when he, you know, he's like, 
oh, I'm going to have to take you home. You're in trouble. And she's like, Fricky, stop. And she, like, hits him. Like, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. stuff like that. But, I mean, obviously, it's kind of crazy, though, because if a show were to come out. Like that deepest days. <laughs> it's just, like, I th- It wouldn't. I mean, there's such a different time. Like, well, such there would still now. be. Yeah, like, if the if the show like that came out to, like, if it was. um Like a sitcom. Like a sitcom of, like, a stay-at-home wife, whatever. It, that would be fine. But it, it he wouldn't talk to her the way that like he wouldn't no, be like i'm gonna punish you yeah. yeah yeah it would just be a different kind of humor yeah. there is a um i it's funny after i started watching it i was just looking up stuff about lucille ball because i mean i just find her like a, such an interesting person and you know they were married in real life oh i didn't know that yeah for a few years they had two kids and oh, they got divorced yeah they got divorced and they both remarried but um they're coming out with a I've, I had no idea this was happening. They're coming out with a... Um, documentary? Yeah, not a documentary. It's a show. I think it's a show or a movie on Prime. It's mm-hmm. got Nicole Kidman in it. And she's going to be Lucille Ball. And it's literally about making I Love Lucy and their relationship. Oh, it's going to be like a biopic? Yeah. I love biopics. So I'm kind of excited now. I'm kind of happy I'm rewatching it. It's fun. It's... I mean, it's funny. I, I watched so many episodes and I was laughing at all of them. I mean, she's a funny <laughs> person. I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I really like old stuff. Like, yeah. Like, I like this. Niche. I just know the scene where she's trying to eat the chocolate off of the conveyor belt when she, like, her and her friend get a job. Eat. Oh, Ethel? Yes. Yeah. That's, I really like that. And they're, like, eating the chocolate because they can't do it fast enough. Yeah. It is really funny. So if you're ever, like, sad or, you know. But back to the movie. Yeah. Sorry. Um, that was a little tangent. Tangent time. I was wondering if that was Zoe's real voice because she sounds really good. It is. Oh. Yeah. And she sings. I was also like, do they have showers at the mall? I that's what I wrote. I said I've never seen anyone shower at at work. (laughs) Like unless she's like worked at a gym, which she obviously doesn't. Yeah, it's at the mall. Um anyway, and he like joins into it. And again he's innocent he doesn't realize she's like naked showering, like he just doesn't think anything of it because he's like again very innocent, like a child. And so he sings along, and of course she freaks out. He didn't out. learn good touch, bad touch, like, stuff well, like that. Good touch, bad touch. I just think, like, you, growing up, you knew you weren't supposed to see a boy naked. I don't think he versa. knew that she was naked. She's in the shower. But he knows that she's in the shower. I don't think when he... When you're in the shower, you're naked. I mean, I guess. When he takes showers. But I don't think he, like, I don't think he realized she was showering. Like, I don't, I just think he was, didn't realize anything. I also don't know what good touch, bad touch is. Is that a game? <laughs> good touch, bad touch? Isn't that what you learn as a kid? I have no idea what you're talking like, about. bad touch would be like your no-no zone? I mean, have you heard of that? Hey, don't Yes, I know that. that, that I know. I don't know. Yes, hey, I... Don't touch your I know no square. Um, yes, like, this is a good touch if I touch your shoulder. A bad touch would be if I... Don't. <laughs> go lower or something. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. I've heard that I mean, before. Yeah, I've, like, I guess I learned, like, that, but I Maybe never, I just renamed it myself. I never it called myself. it good touch, bad touch. I mean, maybe you did learn it that way. Maybe I renamed it myself, like, good touch, bad touch. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I swear I, like, had to watch a video on that or something. I don't remember ever learning, like... This is a bad place to touch. I think I just like inherently knew. Like, <laughs> this is a bad place to touch. I, I mean, I think it was like I called like it's like your private, <laughs> it's like your private parts, and I was like, those are private. Like, 
don't. I, I don't know why. I mean, in middle school or was it elementary school, you watched those random videos where it had, like... Oh, my God. Like, t- different types of abuse. You never watched that? Um, I don't remember. I remember we watched... <laughs> this is crazy. I remember we watched... This is also a tangent. I remember we watched one. Tangent time. And... It was, like, the dad was an alcoholic and abusive to his kids. Oh, no. And, like, he would hit them when he came home. Oh, my god! All this stuff. But, like, it showed, like, him going to rehab and finding help. And now, like, a social worker would come to the house every week to check on the kids. And, like, the kids discuss how far their dad had come. I feel like they maybe shouldn't let the kids live with their dad still, though. <laughs> this is also, like, early 2000s. <laughs> I'm sure now um, it's not, it's frowned upon, but... We did not watch that. I think we maybe were like, if you find something out, if your friend tells you a secret, that is like bad, tell an adult. But they never really specified what bad was. Oh, I feel like they told us. So, um, they're basically like, if your friend tells well, you... Well, your counselor didn't do anything for you, I guess. They're basically like, if your friends tell you a secret and ask you not to tell anybody, and that secret makes you worried about them, like, tell a trusted adult. See, it would be our counselor. We'd have to go to her... Nope. We'd go, She had her, her own classroom. And we'd go to her classroom, we'd watch these videos, or like, you know, stuff like that. Dang, Cobb County schools should do better. I've been to Douglas County, too. Like, Cobb County has more money than Douglas will, for sure. <laughs> Um, the only, like, videos and lessons I remember were, like, don't smoke tobacco. Um, that was D.A.R.E. We did D.A.R.E. too. But, well, like, it wasn't just D.A.R.E. We did it, like, every single year of not without D.A.R.E. Like. Oh, ours was D.A.R.E. every year. You get those red ribbons? Oh, yeah, red ribbon week. Yeah, but. That is D.A.R.E. We had red ribbon, we had red ribbon week about, like, don't do drugs or whatever. But then we also had another lesson about not smoking that had nothing, like, it, what, they never said sponsored by D.A.R.E. or anything. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, and we think we had watched a lesson about like saying no to sex. <laughs> of course, you in did. middle school they were like, "We talked." You already talked about that. Yeah, they were like, "You're gonna get pressured. Say no." And we were like, "Okay." We had a whole rant about that. I know. Ten things I hate about. Well, you. I also remember that. Shan's still upset. <laughs> no, I'm not talking about that incident. But I'm talking. They were like, they were like, when you get to high school and like you get a boyfriend, like if he really loves you, like, which is true. Like if he, someone should wait if. <laughs> You don't if want you to want it. to wait, it's right. your decision, but again... Do what's best for you. But but I remember them talking about, like, say no, and then they gave us tools. Sex is such a weird they thing. They told us, like, different ways. I don't, I don't know how to They wait. basically taught us comebacks to say if someone was pressuring us. No! If you love me, yo, wait! Because one of the things... Is that was, one of them? <laughs> yeah, one of them was, like, the guy might say... And it was always, like, the guy pressuring the girl. It can happen the other way, too. But they were like, the guy might say, if you really love me, you'll have sex with me. And then you are supposed to say, well, if you really loved me, you would wait. Which yeah. is true. Like, that is true. However, it's just, like, funny. Like, yeah. At the time, though, I took it very seriously. Of course you did. I take everything very seriously. <laughs> I take rules about life mm-hmm. very seriously. I mean, we know, Shannon. We know. Back to the films. Uh-huh. Um... So Buddy stayed up all night before the shower um, Mm -hmm. decorating because he found out Santa was coming. And I'm like, where did they get all these supplies? I guess some of it was in the store, but like the Christmas lights. It's paper. But he also found Christmas lights and hung them up. I mean, he's in the mall. Found scissors and stuff. Reminds me of Baby Genius. I guess. Oh my gosh. That movie's good. I was also going to say. watch it, Baby Genius. He... 
Zoe like trusts him again really fast after the shower incident. She just mm-hmm. kind of forgives him. And like we know as the audience that he was innocent and really had no malintent. Mm-hmm. But like she has no way of knowing that. And she's just like, oh, okay. I guess she just senses it from him. I mean, I guess she does. I don't know. Um, sorry, that was really loud. I put, well, that you find out that Santa's coming. And so I put, why didn't Santa Claus, the real Santa Claus, tell Buddy that there were other Santas in New York? I New was York just thinking that. New York has the most that. Santas. Why didn't he just say, hey, Buddy, there's actually Santas that dress up for me? They're like my helpers. They, you know, you help the children get letters to me. Like, that's all he had to say. Yeah. Like, or he could have just been like, because I can't come, there's fake Santas. Like, they just, he doesn't even have to say they're helpers. Yeah. He could just be like, they're fake, don't say anything. That's when the quote, you sit on a throne yes. of lies. Which is really funny. And poor Paul, who is the kid. Basically, the fake Santa comes to, like, to the toy store. And Buddy's freaking out. He's like, Santa's here, Santa's here. And then he realizes that it's not the real Santa. He's like, it's an imposter. And this poor kid is sitting on his lap. And he's like, my name's Paul. I'm four. And he's like witnessing this whole conversation. And then Buddy rips off his um, beard. the beard. And all those poor kids are like traumatized. They yeah. just like learn Santa's like not real, basically. In that moment. If I was a parent, to be fair, I'd be the so Santa didn't mad. look real. No, they had a, he had a really you know bad what? big beard. I never thought that the Santas at the malls or anything were real. I don't think I did either. I just was like, oh, these are fake Santas to take pictures with. I never yeah. was like... But it never made me doubt Santa either. It didn't yeah. make me like think like, oh, Santa's not real because these Santas are fake. I just was like, oh, this is to take pictures. Yeah, I don't remember. I mean, maybe the real Santa was, doesn't come Maybe when there. I was like really, really little, like before I remember, I thought they, he was real. Like thought those were real Santas. Yeah. But like definitely in elementary school, I knew and i was like oh that's because the real santa is like really busy right now yeah exactly. so like he sends some like fake santas yeah um so buddy ends up going to jail (laughs) because he fights the santa yeah and he calls walter his dad to come help bella right as walter's opening the lingerie that he had gotten yeah that says for someone special um, it's kind of crazy though that Walter bails him out, and because I he gets he like is like what do you want? But he's like I'm your child, and he's like I don't believe you. And I'm like why would you bail him out of jail? Then you know you know why him? I think he did it because in that lingerie box, Buddy put a picture of him and Susan Wells together, mm-hmm. and I think that he bailed him out because he wanted to know where he got that picture. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's why he went and got him out. And then right when he gets him out, he's like, you know what? We'll settle this. Like, And they go get a genetic test. Which I, was I don't like, think it comes back that fast. No, I don't think it does either. <laughs> it came and back I in was five like, seconds. do regular like urgent care doctors, like family physicians, can they do DNA testing? I don't think so. I think you have to go to like a special place. You also have to go to a lab. <laughs> Right, especially in 2003. This was, like, before you could do 23andMe and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. It was kind of... Technology's come so far. Have you ever done 23andMe? No. Me neither. I don't want to do it. (laughs) Oh, you have some secrets? So, no. Interesting. Hmm. Bailey looks very suspicious right now. Bye. Um, anyways... Walter ends up having to tell his wife, Emily. Oh, wait. Also, the doctor did the finger prick. No doctor has ever done a finger prick. That nurse will be in there doing a finger no prick. No doctor does anything. Okay, um, they do stuff. 
But movies, all that always show them doing like the grunt work, that is us. Mm-hmm. Ugh. That's all I have to say about that. I don't want to go to work Wednesday. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah, have fun with that. Um. So the wife Emily, of Walter. Takes it so well that she has a new stepson. I know. She's like, that's great. Oh my gosh, you have another son. Like, yeah. Like, like, she doesn't, you know, get mad or any. I mean, not that she can get mad because it happened before she came into the picture. You just, it's not like you. You just skipped your favorite quote. Oh, I mean, yeah. I already said it. But. I was just wondering where Carolyn's parents were. They just left her alone in the random doctor's that office. That is kind of weird. In New York. In New York. Anyway. But yeah, Emily is like very chill. Yeah. I feel like even though it's not Walter's fault, he didn't know that he had a son, to be fair. Like, that's he Yeah, he didn't know. So it's like not like he didn't And it happened before she came to the Right, right. So yeah. it's not like he did anything wrong, but I still feel like I it would take me a second to like process. I don't know. Maybe maybe it wouldn't. What if I find out Sam I mean, has I would a just son? Be like, what I mean, I don't know. I think I would need also a little bit of time to just figure it out. I mean, not time. I don't. I think I would just be like, let's figure out how he fits into our family dynamic. But yeah. she's like, you can come and stay with us, buddy, like forever. And well, like, she, yeah, no, she doesn't worry about that. Well, yeah. She goes, buddy, how long do you like, or do you plan on staying with us? How long do you plan on staying here? And he goes, oh, um, I was thinking like forever. <laughs> but it's, the thing is, like, she's very quick to invite him to stay. Yeah. And I'm like, this man is clearly like, like he, he seems, a, he seems mentally like insane. Mentally, because yeah. they don't know he actually was raised in the North Pole. Yeah, I mean, like, obviously we know he's not mentally ill, just how he was raised, but he comes off as, like... Insane. Like, he comes off yes, like he has delusions. Like, yeah. And that can turn dangerous, and they have, like, another child in the house. Yeah. But either way. And she, like, says, like, you know, obviously, like, this is a delusion from him, but, like, still, I would be a little concerned bringing a stranger in and they're eating spaghetti for dinner and buddy is like dipping maple syrup and she's like it's spaghetti and then he pours maple syrup all over his spaghetti yeah and and i'm like okay so his whole diet has been candy and sugar his whole life but he is not an elf he is a human meaning he needs like other nutrients like how has he made it this far this healthy he would like have no teeth Hopefully he brushes them, right? And he would probably have, like, really bad diabetes. Yeah. I mean, I guess he brushes them, but if you're only eating sugar... I literally put my notes. I feel like I would get a psyche bell on him before I let him stay with me. Same. I mean, for real, though. Like... I would contact Susan Will's family and be like, did you know that she had a baby? Oh, yeah. I guess not, because... He would have just gone with the family. Like, he was put in orphanage. Unless they, she like... didn't have any family. Or her family was, like, really strict. And when they found out she was pregnant out of wedlock, they, like, excommunicated her. Or she just didn't see her family for nine months. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously he's going to stay with them. It shows him in bed. Like, in the den, I guess, whatever. Calling mm-hmm. for Walter. But he calls him dad so fast. I think that's kind of weird. What do you mean? Like, why is he calling him dad? Call him Walter until you're more comfortable Because with he him. doesn't know any better. That's weird. <laughs> I think that you're also that. has... No, I think it just made me uncomfortable. Yeah, like, it's... He doesn't know his dad, so why is he like, calling him dad? Walter thinks it's weird, too, obviously, but it's because he doesn't know any better. He just thinks Walter's Walter... probably a five. I don't think... I think he's more of, like, an eight. 
He's like aggressive, you know? Oh, yeah, true. Also, did he bring his own onesie? Because he definitely was wearing a onesie when he went to sleep. I guess he did. He had Which probably is had, weird, but he didn't have a bag with him. He so. probably has his own pajama. Maybe he mailed them to himself. Also, I put, why couldn't Santa Claus just drop him off? <laughs> yeah, he had to like, go through the tunnel. He had to go through the candy cane wonderland or whatever he calls it and all that stuff like why couldn't he just drop him off in his sleigh i was also gonna say so the next morning after the spaghetti night he like makes breakfast spaghetti which is spaghetti <laughs> with sugar on it but i'm like they like think of christmas morning you have normal breakfast foods like cinnamon that are sugary but it's like cinnamon rolls and pancakes and monkey bread and like i feel like he would know how to make a normal breakfast like certainly they eat cinnamon rolls in the north pole the north pole I, I forgot the word pole i don't know because he says like we live on the pyramid of three c's candy corn candy cane and what's the last one i don't cane know sugar or something but he knew how to make spaghetti so he probably knows how to make other and he knew how to bake cookies. he didn't know how to make i think that was leftover spaghetti no it showed him stirring it in the pot i thought it was just leftover it like so, noodles but it, why would he put leftover noodles back in the pot i don't know it don't. shows him like boiling them oh um, but I was thinking, like, you eat normal breakfast foods on Christmas morning, meaning they probably do that in the North Pole, too. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't think you would make spaghetti. I don't but know. they leave him home alone, and he kind of, like... He, at first, was making lesser water. And he this, said they were going to make snow angels for two hours. This That's is, crazy. This is kind of a fun fact. It shows him, like, eating another plate of spaghetti with, like, marshmallows and chocolate and crazy stuff all over it. And Will Ferrell actually had to eat that. He threw up. And he threw up because it was so gross. I would too. It looks disgusting. Yeah. And it's just like so much sugar and carbs in like one sitting. And he probably had to do multiple takes. Yeah. They should have so just not made him He that. also like talks about how Buddy needs to change out of it. Like, okay, so Buddy calls Walter. And Walter's like, you know, you should probably change like out of your tights. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, the way Walter goes about it, like, Obviously, you know his mentality is like you know something's yeah. something's missing right there. Like you know he's just in another world, so you need to go about it a different way. As in like you know, tell him that this is mm-hmm. the clothing that he might you know wear, and it might not be like his comfort zone right now. But like since he's in New York mm-hmm. and he's human, we don't have elves here, so we don't wear this outfit here. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I don't know. Anyways. So, you see him going to Michael's school, which is the brother. And Michael is embarrassed. Yeah. And Michael's, like, trying to get away from him. And they end up in, I guess, like, a park. Central Park. Yeah, I think it's Central Park. Or a park. Yeah, it could be any park. You don't really know. And these random boys start, like, throwing snowballs at him. And Michael's like, we gotta run. And they hide behind this rock. And first of all, the boys also just got out of school. They clearly go to Michael's school because he, like, knows them. Mm Mm-hmm. How did they make all those snowballs so fast? Do they have an elf working for them? Oh, do they do they go to his school? I mean, I, I thought it was just kids at the park, like, you know, like how there's kids, like, waiting oh, maybe, for you. I mean, maybe. To walk by. But, like, they probably also just got out of school if they're around Michael's age. Maybe they're, like, older high school. Maybe. And they're just, like, messing with the middle school. Michael seems like he's at middle school. Um. Oh, Yeah. I guess it's pretty Anyways, with them. Elf, I was going to say Elf. Buddy makes a bunch of snowballs super fast and like pretty much not pretty much knocks all of them out. Yes. And 
that's when Michael, like, oh, this guy, Michael's like, okay, he's cool. Because he, like, defends him and, like, nails all of them with snowballs. Because that's his expertise, making snowballs. Yeah. And so then him and Michael, like, go to the mall together. And Zoe Deschanel, a.k.a. Joby, is there. And Michael is like, oh, do you like him? Or, I mean, do you like her? Mm -hmm. And... I do, I did say... Before that, sorry. They have a part where they're in the elevator. And Buddy goes, I wish Dad was here to see this. And he, oh. Michael's like, why? He doesn't even care about us. He's the worst dad in the world. Yeah. Which is really sad. So you see the, like... And, and Michael's like, all he cares about is work and, like, not in a good way. Like, he just cares about the money. He doesn't yeah. really care about, like, us. Super sad. So it's kind of sad. And that's, like, the first time I think Buddy kind of realizes that, too. Like... And he just has like all like always has rose colored glasses on and yeah yeah. Anyways, Jovi literally says they let you back in here because you know of the whole Santa incident. And he gets arrested. Sorry, that was my phone dropping. He gets arrested and, <laughs> but he goes, I have a restraining order, but he's still there. <laughs> yeah, because he doesn't know what a restraining order. He's like, yeah, they gave me something called a restraining order. And Joby's like, oh my gosh, you should leave. Yeah. But he asks her on a date with Michael's advice to go get food. And mm-hmm. she says yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess she's into the weird, like, childish energy that he has. I literally put Joby's into Buddy's weirdness. I guess. Yeah. Oh, Shannon made a good point, though. He, you know, he was like, yeah, you make me feel really like warm and you make flush. my tongue swell you make my tongue swell and she didn't thought that was like an insu- innuendo i can't even say innuendo i can't even say what i'm trying to say yes <laughs> innuendo to um him giving a getting boner. a boner because so. what is your tongue swelling but it kind of makes sense like i've never heard that before i've not heard that either Maybe it is a common phrase that we just don't know and, like, we sound like idiots now. I mean, I can't even say well, innuendo. Let us know in the comments. <laughs> so, I definitely am an idiot. You're an idiot. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't going to say anything, but... Bailey just looked at me really aggressively. That's so rude. Um, anyway. Oh, so... Lexi see them taking the Christmas tree. Yeah, so they put this giant Christmas tree in the apartment. And you find how he cut it down in Central Park. And Emily goes, I'll just plant, tell him to plant another one. It'll like, be fine. It's like a crime, I guess. It's a felony. And like, how did no one see them cutting and dragging out this giant tree? Not a single person. Yeah. None of those horse rangers. Also, you see Walter, like, complaining to Emily about Buddy. And, like, he's like, now Michael's all buddy-buddy with them. And, like, Emily's literally like, what do you expect? You're... There's no, like, news that you've been... Like, there's no... I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, I can't think of... Like, basically, like, he say. hasn't yeah. been a good father figure. Is it's, that, not, like, it's not a news slash that he hasn't been around. I don't know why that was, like, so hard for yeah. me to say. I don't really know where my head is tonight. Me neither. <laughs> basically, Emily is saying, like, this is his first, like, good male role model that he's spent time with because you're never around is the gist of what she was saying she kind of calls him out for being a bad father Mm -hmm. i put that um 
Walter asked Emily to like take off work and stay home to take care of Buddy, and I'm like, it's your son. Mm-hmm. Like you take off work and stay home. And then she's like, I have a budget meeting, and he's like, well, I can't take off either. Like I'm one bad bitch away from like getting fired, which like is reasonable for him not to take off work. But somehow they decide for him to go to work with Walter, and I feel like they could have just like, I don't know, hired somebody to watch him. I don't, I, I don't know. Put yeah. him in a daycare? I literally do not know. But either way, he goes to work with um, Walter, and he tries coffee. He doesn't like it. He keeps saying San Francisco. Francisco. Because he thinks it's a fun word to say, which it is. Walter has no patience for him. Like, which, like, whatsoever. Would you if, like, a 30-year-old man was acting like No, that? I wouldn't. But it's it's kind of weird that Walter works in a publishing company for children's, for children's books. books. Yeah. Like, I think it's, like, the irony It doesn't it. make sense. He doesn't even like kids. Like, um, and so Walter has the genius idea to send him to the mailroom. Yeah. And Buddy, like, I guess just gets a job there real quick. And starts working down there. And he thinks he's pouring syrup into his coffee, but he's really pouring, like, whiskey. He says when he first gets down there, when he first goes down there, he says, it smells like mushrooms and everyone looks like they want to hurt me. Yeah, and I was like, are they doing shrooms down there? Like, I don't know. Um, And he, like, gets drunk, of course, because he drinks this, like, liquor drink. Yeah. And he, like, makes friends with this, like, ex-felon because the guy's, like, I'm here from a work release program. So he obviously just got released from jail. And they get drunk together and they're, like, talking. And the guy says, I'm 26 years old. And he looks so much older than 26. He is. He's 26. Yeah, that's, like, the prank. Oh, you know he was 46? Yeah, I think I looked up a trivia thing. Um, they said he was 46. Yeah, I, I think, don't really know why that was so funny, but like. I guess whatever. because it's like shocking. You're like, oh, like he's not young. Yeah, he looks older than Will Ferrell. Yeah, which he was at the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And basically, the mailroom like calls up to Walter and is like, you have to get down here right now. I also have a thought. So he's so he's talking to the 26-year-old. And he's like, well, my papa elf didn't do whatever, whatever until he was 490. And the guy laughs, thinking it's like a good joke. And I was like, does Buddy realize he's going to die at 80? <laughs> like, unlike the rest of these elves, you know? Probably not, because he thought he was an elf. That's kind of sad. Yeah, they don't tell him anything. It's kind of sad for them, too. Like, they feel like they bond with him and, like, raise him. And then he just, like, dies really young in their eyes. Like, poor Papa Elf will still be around. Yeah. Dang. Sad. And then, basically, it goes to, like, his date with Jovi. Yeah. And I would be so embarrassed if I was on this date. Like, if I was on a date and a guy started doing that. I think during this date, I was, like, uncomfortable. Do you... Not uncomfortable, but I was like, do you think that... It's weird that Will Ferrell is playing this character. What do you mean? I don't know. Which, I mean, like we talked about, they didn't do a second one because mm-hmm. of the way he felt about this character. I just think it's weird that a 36-year-old man is playing this type of character. Um, and it, 
I just makes me uncomfortable. And it's not because it's Will Ferrell. I think I literally would be uncomfortable with any 36-year-old man playing I mean, this character. It, it has to be an adult to make the joke funny. Like, yeah. he is innocent. He is so, like, childlike because he was raised as an elf. So, like, that's what's so jarring about it. Mm-hmm. However, Will Ferrell was kind of an old 36, which yeah. sounds kind of mean. And Zoe Deschanel is, like, 23 or something. Yeah, time. she seems kind of young. And I think if... And I think... I couldn't imagine anyone else other than Will Ferrell playing this character. Like, I think he does a really, really good job. Yeah, same. But I think they should have cast an older Jovi, if that makes sense. Yeah. To make it a little less weird. But I see what you're saying. Like, it's weird that it's, like, a middle-aged man, like, playing this part. But I couldn't imagine who else would do it. But I think it'd be better if he was, like, a younger 36, you know? If he looked younger, I think. I'm so sorry, Will Ferrell, to be, like, kind of insulting your look. Well, no, I'm not insulting your looks. It's just you you aged quickly. Earlier than expected. Which is fine. Yeah. But it is a little weird that he's playing such, like, a childlike character. Yeah. Because, for instance, in the movie Big, where it's literally, like, a 12-year-old in a 30-year-old's body... Tom Hanks was like thirty and acting like a child, but he looked like a third. Like he looked thirty. He looked pretty young, at the time. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like worked. I think it would have been weird if he looked like he was like forty something or mm-hmm. fifty something. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, he, I will say even big kind of. I like the movie, but it does kind of feel weird sometimes to see. It's him just weird like when a... he is like in a relationship with the woman. Yeah, and I'm like, he's, like 12. he's twelve. That's she a little know, inappropriate. But... She does know. He tells her. And then she breaks up with him. Uh, I don't she doesn't know, know at the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a New York movie. I've been. I've seen the piano at F.A.O. Schwartz. It's cool, but everyone's playing on it, so you can't really do anything. Cool. Anyways. Cool, cool, cool. cool. Um, I was like, they go to the Rockefeller tree and go ice skating. Dude, it was so crowded last night. We I never... Know. Yeah, it was. I don't know how the packed. ice skating looked, but by the Rockefeller tree, we couldn't itself. even get over to see the ice skating. It was so packed, and Buddy was like amazed by the tree. Yeah, he thought it was really cool. And they're ice skating, and he kisses her cheek, and I think it's kind of a cute first kiss. She goes, "You missed," and he's like, "What?" And then she kisses him on the lips, yeah. and he has his sexual awakening. He's like amazed. He is like, "Whoa!" Yeah, it's but I think weird. It's, he's thirty six. I know. <laughs> But I think it's really cute. I like that first kiss. Mm-hmm. I wish that I was as smooth as Jovi was. I would, like, never say that. I probably wouldn't either. But I was also like, do you think it's, like, weird for her to kiss this? Because she doesn't realize he thinks he's, like, really an elf either, you know? Yeah. I think she just thinks he's, like, fun and spontaneous, I guess. And has a good time. Yeah. And I'm sure that he's not a good kisser because he's never kissed anybody. But you would, I don't know, like maybe she kind of expects that because of the way he like, acts. So, but like he's thirty something years old, and like, do you think she like could tell he had never kissed anybody? I I feel like she could because he's. 
I mean, and, and they don't even like I make mean, out. He, yeah, I feel like she could. I feel like she could. I feel like Sherry knows he's kind of weird. And like, anyways. does he even like really know what kissing is? Like, do elves kiss? Maybe it's like, isn't there a movie like that? Oh. Huh? <laughs> About elves kissing? <laughs> no, 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 no. About like not like really knowing what kissing is, and then. I have no idea. Don't listen to me. Anyways, so it goes to Walter and his publishing company, and they're bringing in Game of Thrones legend. <gasps> Peter Dinklage. <laughs> I love him. Yeah, this is like pre-Game of Thrones. I know, but I can only picture him as Tyrion. Me either. Me too. Me either. He was probably my favorite character on Game of Thrones. He was the only one I never hated. Yeah. I never hated Jon Snow either. But. I never hated Jon Snow. I never hated him. Sometimes I got annoyed at him though. Yeah. He would be dumb. Anyway. I think Sansa became, ended up becoming my favorite character in the end. But she was real annoying at first. But yeah. She was not my favorite in the beginning. I think Jon Snow was my favorite in the beginning. Um, but. Kit Harrington. Yeah. Anyway. So basically, Peter Dinklage plays Michael Finch? No. Something Fitch. What's his name? I don't even know. He's, I don't know, he's an author coming in to write a story for them because they need a story Mm -hmm. by Christmas Eve. And, like, he is, like, a famous children's author, or, like, he is supposedly going to save the company. Or they need a story in 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And so he, one of their ideas was asparagus who are self-conscious about the smell of their urine. Who would think that would work? <laughs> uh, really then they also came up with one about tomatoes, and he goes, tomatoes are too vulnerable. What does that even mean? I don't know. I don't either. I'm like, okay. And this is where my favorite quote comes in, is Buddy the Elf runs in. He's like, Why I'm in love. running after his date? I guess. Because he said, I'm in love, I'm in love, and I don't care who knows it. It's kind of weird. someone who falls in love very easily. As we discussed. S- when I fall in love, I do want to tell everyone. So I relate to Buddy. Shannon is Buddy the Elf. Am I as annoying as Buddy the Elf? Don't answer that. <laughs> 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 anyway, this whole scene makes me cringe, so. So scene where Buddy comes in and he calls the author who is played... By Peter Dinklage. Yeah. We can't remember the character's name. I know. He calls him an, an elf. elf. Because Buddy... So Peter Dinklage, if you don't know, I'm sure you do, because he's in a lot of stuff, is yeah. a little person, like, in uh-huh. real life. Buddy's only experience with, with someone who's small. a little person, right, is, like, real elves, elves in yeah. the North Pole. So he calls him an elf, like, multiple times. He's like, does Santa know you and left so the North course, Pole? from... Yeah. So from Peter Dinklage's perspective, the character's perspective, like... Buddy's making fun of him. Yeah, Buddy's, like, making fun of him. He's, like, being bigoted. I will say, though, Buddy's kind of stupid because he tells him to stop, and he doesn't stop. But I think he doesn't understand this, like... So he keeps saying, call me Elf one more time. Okay, but... And Buddy thinks he's actually telling him to call him it one more time. Because he doesn't understand that figure of speech. Oh, Okay. Never mind then. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, Buddy should get better at reading the room. 
Yeah. He says when... Because he ends up leaving. Because the author ends up leaving. Because he's mad. And I'm honestly, like, on the author's side. Like, I would leave too, yeah. Because if you think that this person is allowed in this company, in this building... And they are being really mean and, like, rude about something you have probably been bullied about before, like, in your life. Like, I would be really mad. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm with the author. Um. Anyway, so, of course, they lose the book deal. And the dad, Walter freaks out. And he's like, I don't care about whatever. I don't care that you're my son. Like, get out of my life. Yeah. So, Buddy leaves. And Walter kind of feels bad about it, you can tell. Everyone in the office is uncomfortable, which, like, same. I would have, like gone to the bathroom to avoid the conflict that I witnessed. I put, so Buddy goes home and writes a letter to them, obviously, like, on, on his edge sketch. Yeah. Michael comes home. Is he coming home from school? Because this is Christmas Eve. Their school goes pretty late. Like, maybe he was just, like, walking around the city. I don't know, but I was like, dang, okay. Um, and then Michael runs to Walter's place of work. There's which I'm like, why would you run to your call his dad? Mom all, yeah, I would have called mom. I guess maybe he, I think the mom was shopping, so maybe he didn't realize where his mom was. Mm-hmm. So he just, like, knew that his dad was at work. Mm-hmm. And, like, it is, to be fair, Walter's son, not Emily's son. Yeah, but him and Mike already have a weird relationship, so. Yeah. Anyways, I don't he know. goes there you and know, says that. You know how in, like, panicky situation? I guess it depends on the situation. I feel like sometimes you just, like, go to your dad for stuff that you, like, want to go to your mom for. You know what I mean? I mean, my parents are divorced, so yes, but yeah, that's also because my parents are divorced. So some things I know. But I feel like if I had to like run around, my dad. If I had to like to run around the city at night, like I to find something, I'd probably ask for my dad's help. I would, but I like I ask my mom for help with like personal problems. So, like I don't ask my dad about personal problems. Yeah. But like I feel like in that such a way, like it seems like a dad thing to do. Yeah. Also, I think they just didn't know where Emily was. Like, I think she was just shopping, enjoying her life, <laughs> living her best life. Go, Emily. She has a cell phone, though. Maybe you didn't have a number memorized. I don't know. My mom made me remember her number. Well, maybe she's not as good of a parent as your mom. <laughs> Anyways, um, so Michael's, like, begging pretty much Walter to come help him fine buddy and he's like you never help us you don't care about anything but your work and like buddy cares about everybody yeah and like he pretty much makes him feel super bad and, and so yeah so he leaves he goes and helps yeah and then the boss is like if you leave you're fired i'm like this boss literally has no heart he just found out his son is missing also it's christmas eve like yeah, like a book deal is not that important on Christmas Day. Because nothing's going to be open on Christmas Day anyway. Yeah, you can meet the stupid. week after Christmas. Duh. But we needed conflict. This just shows that Santa was right. There is no Christmas cheer anymore. Yeah. And Buddy, they say, like, Buddy basically feels like he doesn't belong anywhere. He's walking in Central Park. He didn't believe... He he doesn't belong as an elf and he doesn't belong as a human. Yeah. And then well, he's, you see Santa come. Yes. Like... Real life Santa coming down and with the reindeer. Rashes. Well, why is he coming so early? Yeah, it's to like New probably York, like seven p.m. The city that never sleeps. Santa. Everyone knows that Santa comes at midnight. Yeah. And that's what I've been taught my whole life. At That's least. what I've been taught too because we always did Christmas Eve at my mom's 
family's house, mm-hmm. so we wouldn't get home until, like, 10, 11 o'clock. And you have to go right to bed. Yeah. Not at 7 o'clock, like... Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I mean, my, de- my bedtime was probably, like, 8 p.m., but I guess my parents want you better be in bed by midnight. Like, you have to be asleep by midnight, so you better get up there now, so stay in a little bit process. Yeah. And it worked. Except I didn't really fall asleep because I was so excited. So, I put also was Rudolph in the front. Okay, here's the thing. Because he had one reindeer in the front. Oh. Yeah. Maybe. Did you see that? No. Yeah, it was rain, rain, a lot of, and then two. A lot of Christmas movies like, don't, don't show reindeer. Rudolph. Or reindeer. <laughs> don't, <any> reindeer. <laughs> don't have Rudolph, yeah. And then I, again, I put, I don't understand the whole engine thing because I have always been it's taught that reindeer oh, make it fly. I guess we're going to have to call Santa and ask. Yeah. And um, basically Santa crashes in Central Park because there's not enough Christmas cheer to keep the sleigh going and the engine falls off. Yeah. And Buddy sees it, so he like runs to Central Park. Yeah. And somehow like Michael and his dad see this crash and they find the engine michael right. is dead so michael and walter find the engine and buddy happens to be looking for the engine for santa and he's like you're here and then they all make up yes and basically santa's like you're the best elf i could ever ask for like blah blah blah, blah. Yeah. buddy feels like he belongs santa gives michael the skateboard he wanted mm-hmm. walter is like in shock as we probably all would be and then I was like, again, there's a ton of kids who have Christmas cheer. Like, is that not enough for Santa's sleigh? Yeah, you see all these kids watching the news like, while and Santa. Believe. I was like, first of all, these kids are watching the news, which Bailey pointed out they could have been waiting for the Santa tracker. However, yeah, they were, we always watched that as a kid. They weren't watching the Santa tracker. They were watching the news. Maybe the Santa tracker is different in New York and it comes Maybe. on the news. Because ours came on the Weather Channel, I think. I don't remember. Either way, this news anchor Charlotte is like covering this crash in Central Park. And the other anchor is being so mean to her. He was like, I know, like, maybe this isn't big enough, like, for your, yeah, for your Buffalo news or whatever. But here in New York City, we report, like, the real stuff. And I was like, what are you talking about? What real stuff And he just showed a picture of Bunny walking in Central Park. Yeah, it didn't make sense. (laughs) Um, And then... Basically, they have, like, someone has sent the Central Park Rangers after whatever this crash was. Santa seems to know them. And he says they have beef with him because he put them on the naughty list. Yeah. So then I'm like, okay, so the Rangers, like, believe in Santa Claus, clearly. And maybe they have this problem every year. And so now they just, like, try to find him in Central Park. But clearly they have beef. Like, they've had run-ins before. So I'm like, how many adults are believing in... Santa Claus, like, shouldn't that then be enough to power the sleigh? I don't understand the whole power of the sleigh thing. I'm completely against it, so. But I they, think it's a yeah. dumb plot of this movie. Like, I yeah. don't, like, I don't like it. But basically, I mean, I understand, I guess it has to happen, but yeah. for them to make up, but, like, it's kind of just. Michael takes. Everything you've learned about Santa Claus yeah. is, like, different. Michael takes the naughty and nice book and runs to where the news anchor is. Mm-hmm. And he's like, my name is Michael. Like, the real Santa Claus is in the thing, and he needs us to believe so his sleigh will fly. And, of course, Charlotte's like, that's so cute. And he fi- he starts finding kids' names. Yeah. or and his, finds the... Yeah, his mom and... Um, Joby. Joby, like, see him, and they get to the scene real fast. Joby's already left, remember? She saw Buddy being on the news, oh, and she already okay. left her apartment. The, the mom, mom gets there quick. 
quick. Sees him on the news and gets their super... So they must live, like, real close, I guess. But anyway... And he's the best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Um, <laughs> yeah, because Buddy says that earlier in the movie. But he's like, Michael's reading what people want, and he reads Carolyn's Wish for the Susie Talks a lot. And she's like, thanks, Buddy. And you see all these kids watching the news, like, yeah, that's what I wanted. And then Charlotte's like, okay, okay, like, whatever. And I think this is so funny. Michael's like, okay, what's your name? And then Charlotte's like, Charlotte Denman. And he go he flips to Charlotte Denman and he goes, Charlotte Denman wants for her boyfriend to stop dragging, or she wants a Tiffany diamond ring and for her boyfriend to stop dragging his feet and commit already. And I think that's a really funny. Yeah. And she gets embarrassed and cuts the cameras. Yeah. And she's like, who told you that? Who told you to say that? And she, he, Michael's like, it's Santa. And she still doesn't believe him. So then that's when Jovi starts singing. Yes. And she quotes Bunny by saying what Bailey just said. <laughs> The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all the hear. What song does she sing? You better watch out. Oh. You better not cry. Yeah. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Woo. And no one sings along, so the sleigh's not going. But then Michael's mom starts to sing really yeah. poorly, which is how I would have sounded too. And then Michael joins, mm-hmm. and then everyone joins except for Walter. Mm-hmm. And Santa sleighs at 90 at this point, which still isn't good enough to get him flying. Like, so it literally has to be at 100%. Don't be making sense. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about it. Um, And finally, anyways, finally gets to 100. Walter starts singing and it gets to 100. So yeah. I guess he literally accounted for 10% of the world population. Christmas cheer. Christmas time is in. That's where I found the mic from. <laughs> time for cheer. Yeah, so and it ends up being like Santa gets to deliver all the presents and you see Papa Elf kind of concluding yes. the story. And Walter gets put on the nice list again. Yeah, and he opens up his own publishing company. And Buddy writes a children's book. About an elf. It's a best-seller. Um, and then it shows them in the North Pole, so him and Jovi with their new baby They got Susie. married and had a baby. And they made her little elf outfit. Not the baby. They made Jovi an elf, Jovi outfit, an elf outfit, which is yeah. pretty nice of them. Yeah, that was really Honestly, nice. if I were them, I would live in the North Pole. You I... probably don't have to pay rent. As much as I love Christmas, I don't think that's the North Pole I want to live in. If it was the Santa Claus North Pole, Oh my gosh, I love maybe. Santa Claus. But Elf North Pole, negative. What about the North Pole from um, Noel? I would live in the North Pole from Same. Noel. Um, and that's all we got for you for the movie. The first Christmas movie of the season. Yeah. An on-site I feel like Buddy in conclusion of the movie... I decided... You like it less than you did. I like it less than I did as a child. And I think it's because I'm finding a lot of plot holes... With Santa Claus. With Santa's... Reindeer. Reindeer situation. And Buddy being slightly annoying. Yeah, but I... Slightly annoying. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of annoying, but I also just, like, find the movie charming and funny, so... I mean, yeah, but... I just, like... I like movies... I like movies that are quotable, and this is a very quotable movie. Yeah, I mean, I like the quotes, too. I don't really have that much trivia, because we kind of included it with the story, but I will say 
one of the things I thought was kind of cool was on the first day of filming, the director, Will Ferrell, and a camera guy went around randomly in New York and just asked people to be extras in it so they would just film random scenes in that moment us while we're here well so like the scene where he first gets in new york those were all filmed that day they just like rode around and all those other people in the scene are just extra they're just random that's funny yeah they're like kind of reacting like what is this elf doing yeah literally so um i did read that when he was walking through lincoln tunnel like apparently there were a lot of like car accidents because people were like distracted because they were, like, yeah they're like what the heck is like they didn't shut down any streets for filming or yeah anything. um yep and then who do you have a character you think you're most like I don't really think um, I'm like anyone I do but I have some critical acclaims first oh yeah you can do that it debuted at the box office at number two in the U S and the U K in the U S it was behind one of the Matrix movies. Ever seen the and, Matrix? And um, in the UK, it was behind Love Actually. But I've never like, seen Love Actually either. I have. It's not that good. Yeah, a lot of people said I wouldn't like it. But the second week in the US, it became number one. It had an 85% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. It scored an A- minus in Cinema Score, which mm-hmm. is also good. And Fandango users rated Elf the best Christmas film of the 21st century. Dang. That's pretty... Which, honestly, I would... I don't agree with. I mean, what other in the 21st century? Santa Claus was in the 90s. That's the 20th century. I feel like there haven't been that many good Christmas movies made. The 21st century. Since 2000. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to think. Nothing. I don't know. Exactly. That's a good point. Uh, I feel like this was kind of like the last Christmas classic be made i guess you're becoming a hater i'm not a hater i like it i mean i think it's funny but um i just i for some reason i thought it was a better than what i was picturing or what i saw mm-hmm. i don't know or i was picturing something in my head better than what i saw what character am i most like i really don't think i'm like any character do you i think you are kind of like um jovi a little bit like you're kind of like chill i don't know okay with weirdness sometimes yeah i mean you want to be as okay with like his weirdness as she was yeah probably not but like (sighs) i feel like she's very low-key yeah she was eating asian food on christmas eve (laughs) a lot of people like various types of asian food you're not alone in that well i know i'm just saying it's not unique bailey Okay, I'm just um, saying it was something that you, I would do. Do you think I'm like any characters? I feel like I am, but I don't know. Which ones? You're probably like Emily, the mom. Oh, I like her. I'm just thinking because like, you'd be like, well, he has to stay here. Yeah. Like, he can't sit him out on the street. That's one of my... It's like- and then secretly, you'd also be like... But he kind of has some type of illness that we're not sure. Yeah. But she does say that, so I, mean, I would I think feel that's too. Like, yeah, you know. I would feel too bad to like kick him out, so I would take him in. Yeah. And I don't. After thinking about it, I don't think I'd be that mad if I found out that like my husband had a secret child, as long as he didn't know about it and lie. I wouldn't. I. I mean, that's something you really can't. Yeah. I don't know how you could physically it, be it'd mad. It'd be about like that. shocking, but as long as he never lied about it, I'd yeah. Be like, okay. like 
it's before your time. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's like someone being mad about the girlfriends you had in the past or boyfriends you had in the past. Yeah. Like, I don't know how you could be mad about that. It's like you couldn't help it. Yeah. Anyways, um, where do you think they would be now? Um, I think they're living in New York because I don't think they stay in the North Pole. No, because I don't think, I don't think Jovi would want to raise her kid. Do you think, though, that Bunny would, like, survive in New York City? Or do you think they went to, like, upstate New I York? think they'd have to, like... No, that was weird. I think someone's coming up. Probably my sister. Oh. I think that they'd have to... I don't know. I just think they wouldn't be in the North Pole. I think he would have to be educated <laughs> on something. No, he would. But I don't know that... I think they would have had to move out of the city for, like, a little bit. So they he could, like, acclimate. Yeah. But I do think he liked the city once he, like, figured it out. So yeah. Could they afford... I guess he has money from the children's book now. Oh. So they could afford to live in the city. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that they're probably just raising their child in the city. He is probably writing more children's books, and I hope she doesn't work at that gimbals anymore. She didn't Maybe she became a famous singer. Maybe. (laughs) Singing Christmas songs. Yeah. I think they only had one kid. I don't know why. Yeah, I think I, I think that's only the only thing Buddy could handle is one kid. I don't think he could handle anything else. Would you change anything about the movie? Yeah, the whole Santa Claus thing, which I already talked about. Yeah, same. <laughs> I would like it to be like a normal. I don't know. What would you rate the movie? Probably like a three out of five. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I would do the same. Actually, I would do three and a half. I do three and a half out of five. I stand by my solid three. <laughs> also in the future, I think Walter became a better dad. Well, I think he already saw that at the yeah. end. Like, he was, you know, like, better, I guess, kind of. <laughs> We're all in the middle of recording. <laughs> yeah. Hello, everyone. Meet Jenna, our host. Host. Hello. <laughs> do you want to say anything? What have you already said? Did we're you finish out? Yeah. Yeah, we're at the end of the podcast. Okay. I did write some notes yesterday when I was watching, but... Oh, uh, what'd you say? Well, I don't know what you've already said, so I don't want to repeat anything. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can take a look, though. Hmm. Am I, like, in your way? Let me just... No, keep going. I'll chime in. Okay. Anyways, I would change the Santa thing. Yeah. Oh, wait. We were rating it, weren't we? <laughs> We're kind of all over the place on this episode. <laughs> I apologize for those listening. Uh, yeah, I stand by my three. I wouldn't give it anything higher. I would give it a three and a half. I think it's funny. Out of how many? Five. Five. Okay. Yeah, not out of ten. That'd be pretty harsh. Yeah, that would be harsh. I just, I don't know. It's not my favorite Christmas movie. I think I would also change Zoe Deschanel. I like Zoe Deschanel. To someone older? Yes. Because they're 13 years apart. And it's like, well, that's like saying you would change Will Ferrell to someone younger. Yeah, but I think he played, like, I don't think other people could emulate his performance as Buddy. But I think he does. Jovi's it's kind of concerning that he plays basic. those young characters, or older. He plays those characters well. Like, that's for example, Stepbrothers. Job, you know. He's literally acting like a child. And he's like yeah, 40. That's true. 
But that's his job, I guess. Like, he's an actor. I mean, he doesn't have to choose those types of characters yeah, to play. He hasn't really done anything it's funny. recently, has he? Kayla's mom hates um, this movie because she doesn't really like Will Ferrell. My roommate doesn't like this movie either. Madison. I feel like everyone was so obsessed with Elf for, like, all of my high school and college career. It was, like, a personality trait to really like Elf. I think it, it holds up, but it's not, like, the best Christmas yeah. movie. Yeah. It's not the best. What are your thoughts on it as a New Yorker? Is it the authentic New York experience? Um... Well, I only I watched the first half of the movie as a rewatch. I think the de- whole department store concept was pretty funny, mm-hmm. like him being in there and like just the jaded workers and like yeah, they all no one the, wanted to be there <laughs> and like the micromanaging boss and like and him being totally oblivious to like, you know, the workers. I just thought that whole dynamic was pretty funny. Yeah. But other than that, I don't know. I think it's more. Re- where else did he go other than the mall? That's where I tapped out. It's kind of mostly um, it. He went to, I mean, they saw the Rockefeller Christmas tree and they yeah. went skating at that, like, they went to thing s- right there. Central Park. I mean, honestly, y'all are about to do all of those things. So <laughs> I'd say it's pretty realistic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they go to Central Park. Uh, that's where Santa crashes. And that's where we see the Central Park Rangers on the horses. Yeah. Oh, okay. Have you seen the horses at Central so Park? That is what we still need to determine <laughs> if they are still around. I saw a Central Park horse as recently as earlier this year. Oh, so they probably so do. So I think exist. they are still around. What do they do? I just wonder if they just walk around. Like, are they just galloping around, making sure everyone's doing what they're supposed to? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just like, what are they? Well, there's like, the guys you can pay to take you on yeah. the horse. And then there's the NYPD who is on horse and those have to be just for the aesthetic and for the I know it's like I a callback like, to like a hundred years ago maybe that's yeah. like not their off day but like they get like a day where it's like you're on the horse today and they're like thank god but I they, <laughs> like they certainly don't train every NYPD officer how to ride a horse, the horse we know. I would yeah. like to think the the cops who go on the horses like pay to go like they're not getting paid to work they're like <laughs> want to ride horses and I will say it might be like you know like the canine thing where you have to like you're you're assigned your a canine horse. and it's your yeah it's your dog but if like you're liable for it so if he attacks like a pedestrian like that's not doing anything like you're that's the police your officer is liable not the yeah public, like the actual the police officer yeah department. I don't think it's the department that's liable so it's like a lot of responsibility hmm. not that a horse would attack someone. I could kick somebody. That is true. They could. They're much more likely to be victims. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the point is they're intimidating. Like, I feel like people are scared of horses. True. Yeah. That's because we live in a city. And we don't really interact with anyone. Like, <laughs> you don't see horses every day out walking around. You see the, the carriages with horses in cities. Not Atlanta. I think they're in Atlanta. Are they really? Where? I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so not sure. <laughs> to be determined. <laughs> Are horses in Atlanta? Question mark. Any other observations, Jenna? Um, I, I just wrote that I was trying to calculate how many toys they were making per day because Buddy made 85 in a day. Yeah. And the boss, the chief elf, was like, you need 915 more. 
So. Oh, so they make a thousand. Alma's making a thousand a day. Three hundred sixty-four days a year, assuming they work every day. That's a lot of toys. How many? They work every day except Christmas, right? For all of the children. If each elf is making a thousand toys every day, though, that's a lot of toys. That might be enough. Are there. It didn't look like there were more it than didn't like, look like It looked like a small elves. building yeah. of elves. But maybe they have like, like a small different apartments. Yeah. Like, so what was that? Like the small toy department? I don't know. <laughs> do you have a calculator on you? Yeah, on my phone. Okay, do uh, 1,000 okay. times, would you say there's about 25 elves? Yeah. All right, times and that, is that what you have? 25, yes, I know, I could just add zeros in my head as well. 364. Times 364. So how many is that? 9,100,000. I guess that does sound kind of like a lot. Because you're only delivering them to kids who celebrate Christmas. And then presumably within a certain age range. Yeah. And who are on the nice list. Oh, important factor. (laughs) (laughs) that sounds like a lot to me although i guess there's seven billion people in the world total and i feel like just think you only got like i mean well growing up not all my presents were from santa right i had like a few my big presents were from santa and then everything else yeah i had like a couple santa presents and the rest were just mom and dad yeah so like one present per kid yeah i don't really remember I probably had I probably had a little more than one, but mine would be like stocking stuffer type thing. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of weird though. Maybe there's a stocking stuffer department as well. Yeah, maybe. It's kind of weird though to think about. Mine would be like. (laughs) It's funny that you think that like this came from Santa, but my stocking stuffer sometimes would be like Bath and Body Lotion. (laughs) Yes, like or like toothbrushes and like underwear and stuff. Yeah kind of funny i will say it is amazing that the whole world is like all in on this big secret that santa claus exists and we all just go along with it i know i mean it's kind of for the kids sake yeah it's just kind of interesting yeah that is that is i mean it's like the one thing that everyone's like yes santa is real shout out to my older siblings for not spoiling it yeah i'm surprised that we didn't i'm sure mom was like you won't get any presents this year if you (laughs) yeah Scott had to hold the secret the longest that's true I think I might have like threatened to tell you and what would what would mom have said to that I don't know what what was why were you threatening mom with that she probably would have been relieved that you had to break the news I'm just wondering why I didn't spill the secret when that's something I definitely would have done and I can only think it's because I wanted to keep that power as yeah. like, well, I will, I will tell <laughs> Shannon. And once I stopped believing, we'd stopped getting Santa Claus presents. Oh, we yeah. still do. Oh, so maybe that was part of it. We my mom still it. puts out. I mean, my both me and my brother. I mean, obviously, I know there's not Santa, and he knows there's not a Santa, but she still puts out. That's nice. Of presents her. from That's Santa. Nice. We should request that this year from our parents. Yeah, we'll see if they follow through. I'm sure Dad misses getting the cookies. One time I left him pretzels and yogurt because I thought Santa needed a healthy snack. Wow. And Dad was... That stinks. Well, yeah. I'm Shannon. sure. I thought he needed a break from the milk and cookies. 
It was like a Danimals. It was like a sweet yogurt. <laughs> Don't have kids. I know. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, I don't... Uh, you probably knew for like four years before I found out too. Yeah. It's like a hefty secret to keep. I think I like had an idea that Santa wasn't real and then I tested it by like leaving a note that only Santa would find if he was real. Like he was a... <laughs> Where did you leave it? Something. I don't know. Maybe like near the fireplace. And then the <laughs> next day I saw that it wasn't taken and that he didn't take it. And I was like, okay. I have that memory, but I don't know happened to it or even if that memory is real <laughs> yeah I think I kind of had a suspicion but I was in denial a little bit I was like yeah. surely no one would lie about something like this <laughs> okay. I well, that's what I'm saying the whole world's in it so you think it's well, like of course it's real like, I, and I, I knew that the tooth fairy and Easter bunny weren't real like somehow those I, one time I caught mom in my room after I lost a tooth and I woke up and I was like what are you doing and she said putting away your laundry which like, she would never do <laughs> so I was like, okay, this is a hoax. Wow. Yeah. But for some reason, Santa was still real. And then I lost my last baby tooth in fifth grade. And I guess that was mom's mark of when to tell me. Because I came home from the dentist and was like, mom, guess what? I lost my last baby tooth. And she said, oh, well, um, I need to have a talk with you. And she said, um, tooth fairy, Santa Claus, Easter money, not real. Wow, all Why would she tell you that? <laughs> like... After you lost your last tooth, why not just, like, let you believe in the tooth fairy one more time because it's the last one you had? Well, I didn't... I had already lost it, but I didn't know it was, like, my last baby tooth. But the dentist was like, oh, you have all permanent teeth now. I didn't lose it at the dentist. Like, I didn't lose it that day. Oh, like, you lo- you already lost them all. Right. Oh, okay. I thought you meant you lost it the day you came home and said, Mom, look, I lost no. my last tooth. Like, you thought you were just going to keep losing teeth the rest of your life. <laughs> well, it's like I knew I would get permanent teeth, but I didn't know that I had already lost all my baby teeth mm. if that makes sense yeah when did you find out <laughs> Bailey that it was all a lie I remember I bought a coffee cup for Santa Claus and I was nice write, of you I know I'd always write notes and I remember one day I found it in my mom's room like the note and the coffee cup <sighs> like in her she has like this I don't know how to describe it it's like her bed frame but it's got two like doors on the side and I found it there, and I was like, why do you have this? And she How was old like, are you? I don't even remember. I was like a late bloomer, as in like, yes. I believed in Santa Claus a long time. And partly I think it's because I had a little brother, mm-hmm. so like my mom just like kept it up. But I, she was like, oh, yeah, I don't remember even what she said. It didn't really make sense in my head. I was like, this is stupid. Like, you're, you're lying to me. <laughs> But I think I just kind of kept it going. But I don't know. I think I just, like, stopped believing after that. I was just like... I had a lot of friends who found out really young because they recognized their parents' handwriting. But I will say, I don't think our parents... Like, they changed their handwriting. I think Buddy wrote mine. (laughs) Because they have pretty distinctive handwriting, like, both of them. And I don't remember recognizing. Mm, That's an interesting detail. It seems like something Dad would do. Yeah, I'm surprised that... Well, my mom's handwriting is very distinct, so I think... I'm pretty sure, like, Buddy wrote mine. Probably. Buddy's my stepdad. (laughs) Not the elf. Yeah, not the elf. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, maybe she wrote it and she just changed it up, but her handwriting is pretty distinct, the way she writes her letters. I will say, you are lucky to know that you got Santa presents until, like, almost high school. 
Yeah, I, I like, did. Completely. Because, like, mom had to keep it up. Scott's really lucky. He got them till almost his senior year of high school. <laughs> and they were, like, cool gifts, too. Are they, they the same cool. thing? They're all from your parents, so, like, didn't you just yeah, get the so same thing? Yeah, so I guess it just got redistributed, but it's, like... <laughs> You know, you have to get, like, a cool gift from Santa. Like, Santa's not going to give you socks, you know, like, as your present. Yeah. It's it's just more magical, you know? Yeah. I mean, we don't, like, my mom, it's funny, my mom still does the same thing, but my dad and, like, stepmom, did, they don't do that anymore. Sometimes uh, my stepmom will be like, look what Santa bought you in your stocking. <laughs> but that's it. That's nice. Yeah. My parents don't do any of that. I think it's fun. I think it's also so my mom doesn't have to wrap gifts because all of our Santa gifts were like not wrapped. That's fair. So my mom's like, I don't want to wrap this. (laughs) She just leaves it out on the chair. (laughs) But yeah. Jenna, what would you rate this movie out of five? You said 3.5 and you said... Three. Three. I mean, I would say maybe a 3.5 instead of a three because I'm between the two um partially because I think it was a completely like original idea mm-hmm. for a movie and that like it was funny um but there were a lot of like yeah cringe moments and like there are yeah. other really really good Christmas movies especially in New York so yeah, yeah. I don't know I think 3 to 3.5 is a good rating yeah anything else to add Next week, actually, we're, we're going to skip this Friday since this episode's out early. Yeah. And then next week, we're going to do The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. That's a good one. One of my favorite Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. That it follows the same true story of Santa, not this weird elf one where the reindeer don't fly on their own. I just don't understand that, but yeah. <sighs> so anyway, that's Bailey and Shannon signing off. Bye.